but we did find a bit of a problem here in the sewers. Well, maybe. I'm not going to just go ahead and... I, I'm not going to be racist towards the incorporeal peoples and just assume that all ghosts are inherently a problem. Whoa there, microphone, calm down. Because I think, in, in, all things considered, this campaign's only had one ghost? And you didn't even meet him directly? The one in the Palace of Birdsong? It turned out to not actually be a huge problem. Yeah, Mercator Lothied. Yeah, Mercator Lothied. Which... Well, there was also the spooky little nightmare child thing. That is technically a ghost. That is yeah. te not technically a ghost. That is in no that way a That is a fully ghost. corporeal yeah. being. That was 0% a ghost. But you all had opened this door here in your sewer explorations and had heard some unsettling ghostly wails from behind. And you immediately shut the door. You were not interested in whatever shenanigans they were going to bring to you. But we left off exactly right there. Right as you heard that moan. Shut the door to the crypt. Without even really looking around. More than a second to look around inside. And now what? Hardy. It was behind us? Like the way we came in? No, it's from, it's from inside the, the crypt. The other side of this door is a crypt. I um feel we should we should leave. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps leave and come back another time when we're slightly more prepared. Worthy of worthy of note, we just stand here kind of in shock at the door and just calmly discuss these events right next to the door. You hear no further noises and nothing Nothing pursues you. Nothing comes through the walls or through the door. You've seen what incorporeal creatures you're capable of with Dream Render, and you know this door is probably not even a mild inconvenience to them. But uh, nothing, nothing appears. Nothing follows. Maybe I it mean, was a sound with, alarm. With my knowledge, religion, I think I would know a lot of ghosts are kind of sightbound. But that's a thing that's uh, possible. Yeah, your modifier, your modifier is like a plus 18 or something in knowledge religion. It's only 14 for oh, religion. Oh, my but... bad. Well, you want to go ahead and roll one then? Do you want me to? Yes. <laughs> 21. All right, yes, you would be aware that your typical actual ghost, not like dream render or anything like that, an actual, the undead incorporeal agitated spirits are very frequently bound to a site uh and if these are some undead style of ghost they're typically just a spirit that cannot find rest and can't get too far from usually whatever it is that is the source of their anger or hatred or loathing typically the three the, the big triumvirate of emotions that make somebody become a ghost not usually a lot of happy ghosts out there in the world. How far is too far? Like, could we, we could we shoot it with the door open from a safe distance? I mean, we're not going to know 
whether a distance <laughs> is a safe distance until we find out for sure that it's not. <laughs> hmm. This so is the problem with that sort of thinking. I mean, if it is, if it is a regular ghost, maybe it just wants company. Why don't you go hang out with maybe it? Maybe it's just lonely. And Ori, you are very good company. I feel like it would enjoy your company as master of the poop box. <laughs> you have oh, no. you're, the, you're the real gentleman here, ladies, man. Why don't you go in there and throw your oh. <laughs> It's probably male. It probably would not appreciate me. Wow, it, did you just assume the guest's gender? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I could tell tell from the wailing and whatnot. Oh, like, you know. of course you could. Put the shovel down. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Uh, so, are we... These ghosts have gone from terrifying to we're literally standing outside the crypt door making fun of them in about eight seconds. It was just a jump scare. Yeah, I feel like... I'll you get over it quickly. Do we have to go in here? Do so, we just put um, an X on the map for make now? Make me it's, a it's knowledge a... survival Dara. Uh -huh. I'm assuming because you are the one who's been leading everyone through the sewers, trying to find a path that leads to approximately Waterhill Manor. You know, Waterhill Manor has a sewer entrance from the dossier. Only a 13. Oh, the 13? You can't say for sure if you need to go through here. Uh, you know you're probably under the Golden District at this point, under the rich district of Zemar. But with all the twists and turns you've taken and virtually zero landmarks it's almost impossible for you to say for sure i've been paying attention with a 21 survival well baylor's also been paying a whole lot of attention as they went along here uh with a 21 uh you would know that you are you have to be incredibly close to directly underneath waterhill manor uh so close that it if it's sewer access for the place maybe in the immediate vicinity somewhere around here, it may be on the other side of this. It's entirely possible that Waterhill Manor is built above this crypt. Now with your magic, at least some amount of magic, it's a little easier for you to track through trackless sewers and empty pipes. Whatever this crypt is, it's the only thing of significance we found incredibly close to where we're trying to go. Well, looks like we're going inside. But do we go now, or do we remember this place and come back when we're more prepared? And you would all know at this point that even with the whole group of you, it's never guaranteed that you can easily refine something in the Undercity, especially something that's like an hour's journey away like uh -huh. this is. My map skills. You're doubting my map skills. Yes, I the, think uh, we should go ahead and take care. The all-knowing being that simply runs this machine is doubting your map skills. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, if uh, Inori would be so kind, I guess we could. <laughs> oh, how gentlemanly, gentlemanly of you! I'm... I would open the door for you if you would like to step through. 
unless you unless you guys have a better idea. Oh, you're you're right. You know what? I'll take I'll, I'll open the door for you. How about that? We'll we'll do that little swap thing here for you. Okay. you just... Well, since he has to stand back and shoot, I'll go in with you, Anori. Haha. <laughs> I'll keep my hand on you. Let the lady show you how this is done. I'll open the door. <laughs> so you open the door the, and back up. The girls are going to go take care of the ghost while the guys hang outside. Once again, revealing Excuse the interior me? of... Excuse <laughs> me? <laughs> uh, once again, revealing the interior of this crypt. And you'd only had a moment to glance in here before, uh, before you'd heard the wailing. You gotta just shut the door. But this time as you open... There is no immediate response. You have a second to, uh, very, I'm sure all of you very carefully look throughout the room for any signs of danger or anything. Uh, you can see it's lined by rows of human-sized inserts. And the room itself, like most of the sewers so far, is wholly and completely... Uh, or No, I'm sorry, this, this room is not unlit. Actually, there are a few tiny, pale blue wisps of a continual flame light up around the walls, illuminating the crypt. So unlike the darks, unlike the dark series you've been exploring so far, the crypt weirdly is illuminated. Uh, each of these little sets you can see here, these these internment slots, is two above one another, and engraved. On the walls between them are various carvings of the sun, a, an engram of a pair of ribbons twirling up across, and a winged feminine form repeated throughout. Uh, all of these have been heavily marred and defaced, uh, both by what looks like simple blunt damage to the wall, but also splashes of dark paint. You can see across the room, there is a broad tunnel over here to the east uh, with a set of stairs that does lead up a few feet out the other side of the crypt. Also lit on the far end by assumedly more continual flames. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> so... Baylor, if this was, if these are defaced, is that what is keeping them in unrest? There's no telling, honestly, but I assume the defacement would have happened after they were put here and should have happened after they had moved on. I don't believe a spirit would come back after it had already moved on because something had been graffitied. Hmm. That order doesn't make sense to me. I mean... Is it, like, graffitied like people can come in or just one person kind of thing? What do you mean? Like, uh, like the place where the sewer was where we came in oh the oh no yeah it, it doesn't look like it. it's not graffiti so much as someone has intentionally defaced like attempted to destroy and mar all of the carvings and iconography in this script okay like someone intentionally went through and 
attempted to ruin it as much as possible. I mean, well, we could try the friendly approach first. Maybe they're a nice ghost. Well, why don't you do sing them a song or something? You got you know any like happy songs? No, yeah. I mean, we're kind of like announcing ourselves like that if we just walk in with some some happy show tune or something. We could. I mean, it's a ghost. I don't know what. I'll throw you a a, a free one because I'm not gonna make with the iconography here. I'm not gonna make again plus fourteen as the modifier on knowledge religion roll to recognize icons from Serenraic worship. That's just something Baylor would definitely know. And honestly, it's common knowledge enough that anyone with any ranks in knowledge religion could probably just recognize that all the stuff that's covered up is Saren Ray, uh, symbols right. of Saren Ray worship. Well, anyone with a rank in knowledge history is aware of Taldor's history with Saren Ray worship. Yeah, I was about to say, do, do these and these still look fairly old, don't they? Uh, these look pretty. Uh, this does not look like a tomb from before, like the before times or anything. It's not ancient, uh, but it does look like it's a few hundred years old. So from during the time... Yeah, it's a pretty safe assumption, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Well. And nothing's moved or anything. Nothing has, no. Not that just... we see. Look into a uh, fairly dark room. Well, fairly lit, but still dim room. Should we... Is there any magic in here that we should be cautious of? Actually, good idea. Magic, magic people. <laughs> magic! magic. <laughs> At once, all three of you pick up the tech magic spells like, huh, that's a really good idea. That's a so non-magic user calls it. And you each pan around the room a bit with a detect magic. And you recognize no symbols of magic whatsoever. Hmm. Well, that's a good thing. Uh, I'm just going to close my eyes and step through the threshold. With Anori. And, uh, Donia and Argentea step forward one ginger step into the crypt. <laughs> I imagine know? weapons in hand or a weapon sheathed peace approach. How are you entering this crypt? I'm peace approaching right I'm now. I'm peace approaching right now. I am behind them with my weapon drawn just, just not. Just in case. <laughs> So a little bit with the uh, the approach of peace here, slightly marred by the very on edge guy wielding a crossbow, looking through the room behind him. Hey, my hands are empty. Yeah, that's true. See. Okay, wizard, your hands are empty. Shh, they don't know that. So it's just, it's really just, uh, Zadim, who has the crossbow out, looking, waiting. Gonna elbow Kahina. Sing a song or something. Okay. So, Saren Ray worship, huh? Bet learning those are illegal and probably not something I would not have learned at a party. Anymore. anymore, but it's they were. Very, it's within this generation been <clears throat> re-allowed. It's very recent. Uh, mm -hmm. But it's still something that's very 
publicly uh, estranged and looked down upon and very heavily judged. But as a bard, uh -huh. like who has actual bardic training, it's not. Give me a D100. It's not impossible that you would know some the needs of Serenraic worship, perhaps. Make something up. Or, or you, can, you can bard it. You can also just bard idea. it. Have an improv show. Ooh. 81. Yeah, then 81, yeah, I'll say you would know some basic, I can't even know any songs, but you'd at least know some basic prayers to the Dawnflower. Yeah, and I can sing, I could set those to music. So just take some ginger steps in here and <laughs> sing a couple of tunes to the Dawnflower and see what happens. It's fine. <laughs> Everything is fine. Hello, spooky ghost. I am a Serenway worshiper too. As she's singing, though, I'm, I want to keep an eye on the, all Real. my surroundings I can, if possible. Real big on spooky me. I, I, I dig it. And as you are entering the crypt here singing, with a purple flash, a figure manifests in front of you. Low terrifying uh, and piercing wailing behind its voice as it speaks. Uh, it's emblazoned in very actually brightly colored full plate mail up and down its body with a shimmering sword in its hand and another shim and a shimmering bow slung across its back. This, uh, it appears pointed past you, Argentea. Stand aside, elf. I've no quarrel with your kind. And we have no quarrel with you, sir. Who do you have a quarrel with? Shakes a bit, and like it racks his body and his head twitches, his arm twisting, before he returns back to his normal form. And he opens his mouth just as if to speak, but instead of words, a shrill shriek just escapes as two more of them flash into being around the room. And as one glide towards you. So I need you guys Roll me some initiative. Not to Everything's fine. Everything's this fine. We're fine here. Everything's fine. This is fine. Great. Everything is Everything's fine. Awesome. All we need is the girl from the ring to show up to top it off for us. <laughs> Seven days. That's at the bottom of a well. We're at the bottom of a sewer. It's That's different. right. <laughs> I, okay, we're good then. Good, good knowledge, good knowledge. Let me roll theirs, this guy's, and this guy's. Hurt them. And well, as would make sense, the first to react are the two that are in the room with all the ghosts. Kedonia, <laughs> uh, you're up first, and uh, Argentea, you're on deck. Oh man. They are definitely coming at you, and, and they almost appear to have lost control of their actions. Like, they're consumed by rage, and they are coming at you. 
not Argentea, you. Oh. Well then, <laughs> and it's apparently hostile. Very, I mean, yeah, the two in the front have these shimmering swords raised, and the one in the back, his head almost twisted all the way back over his body, not looking as a shimmering bow drawn with a glowing arrow uh, that looks like it's not even corporeal set in the bow. All I'm three of them are dressed like paladins of Serenray. Are you still in your disguise? Or are you? Well, I think we're all disguised right yeah, now. Yeah, you're all disguised, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to see them all coming. Look around the room. I'm going to hold up my finger and go, and then I'm going to run out the door. <laughs> <laughs> nope. To behind here. <laughs> Into the sewer? Into the center of the sewer? Because that's about like, like at least the, ankle deep. The... Like that, that green bar there is like ankle deep. Oh, okay. Sewer well, water. No, I wouldn't flowing go there. down this pipe. Uh, I'd go here. <laughs> okay, you can push yeah. back. Excuse me, Vasily, push back. Run away! Is that Come it? Back. Yeah. All right. Uh, Argentea and Basilia, you're on deck. Can you diplomacy a ghost? I guess we're going to find you out. You can't typically diplomacy in combat because it's kind of uh they look yeah. a little beyond reason to you right, right now. right now uh it doesn't i guess we're gonna not... have to go with that hot intimidate then let's see if that works all right and i had a free oh. intimidate on the guy yeah, that's the, in front that's of me the anyway. free ones the 41 you turn your litanies of Saren ray into an intimidation and absolutely unfazed okay so it appears to be so overwhelmed with growing rage that it's incapable of experiencing any other emotion right now. Okay. And with that, I'm I'm just going to back up a couple of steps. I don't know what they're mad at, but they're mad at something. Uh, is that, that all you want to do is back up? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this one back here, the one furthest away in the back of the crypt uh, as it turns away on almost in a bit of a bend. Inches forward with the bow. Its whole body twitching as its eyes start to glow red through its full plate helmet with seething rage. And it looses a salvo as its hands flicker. But the bolts almost waver. The arrows waver in and out of existence. Half of the times he draws nothing even going through. Sometimes arrows just appearing, and at the end of all of this, two of these shimmering purple arrows fly towards you, Argenteo. What is your AC? My AC right now is 19. Okie dokie. Ooh, and from this distance, as he tries to shoot around one of these uh, supporting pillars, the three of them that go through the center of the crypt, fortunately for you, the two arrows that sail by miss you and pass entirely through the wall behind you before flickering back out of existence, uh, visible in the sewer on the other side to the rest of the party. Basilia, you're up, Zadim. You're on deck. Well, it's time to see what we know about specifically these ghosts. All right, give me a knowledge religion. Oh. Uh, 
nothing. Well, with a hard one, I'm only getting a 15. So that is uh, that is nothing. These do not. Uh, I mean, they don't look horribly out of the ordinary from a, a normal ghost to you, but the way they're acting is unlike anything you've ever heard or read about. Uh, they seem to be fully consumed with rage, and their weapons do not look fully incorporeal. But you, all you have is observations. I'm going to call out. I got nothing on this. And... Yeah, I'm not just going to stand here. <laughs> yeah. It's going to hang out in the back. I said I'm not just going to stand oh, here. Gonna I am going to hang here. out in the back, but... It's going to be a slightly backer back. No, it's going to be a slightly attacker back. Oh, okay. Cool. So I'm wave my hand and fire a wooden spear at the only one I can see. Yeah, well, we'll see how weapon attacks do. What did you get? And I got a 19 on the attack roll. Uh, with a 19, your splintered spear hits the nearest ghost, shattering across its armor, not passing through. And as it strikes its armor, its armor flashes with that same purple energy across the full, the, the cuirass of the full plate for a moment before the spear splatters, disappears, and it re resumes its normal incorporeal appearance. I do not understand this. <laughs> and that's saying something. Zadim, Kadonia, you're um, on deck. I... Uh, purely, I see uh, Basilia throw a splintered spear at the one with the armor. They all I'm have armor. Oh, well, yeah. Well, the one with the... the I'm going to see, see that happen. Splinter off the armor, just kind of bounce off of it. Aim uh, to... Aim my crossbow, kind of following his motion, and use two grit, and try and see if I can get past it or if it was something else. Okay. So are you gonna use two grit and fire three times? Yep. Okay. And uh, the first two are gonna be ignoring whatever armor they may have. This is a twenty-six, twenty-eight, and a fifteen. So the first two, uh, you fire trying to find weaknesses in their full play, just like you would an ordinary soldier. And you do. Uh, with a 26 and a 28 to their touch, those two bolts hit uh, one through the neck and one under the shoulder, uh, the weaker parts of the armor. But hitting the body of these paladins, your arrows, pa your bolts pass through just like they were wholly incorporeal. But as they're at this point pretty heavily enchanted, still ripping away some of their essence like you saw with Dream Render. Uh, so you do... Uh, the third one clatters off of its full plate. Uh, so you do okay. hit it twice. Okay. So first uh, is going to be a 19 halved. Yes, it is still... You are. You do feel like it's only doing half damage as if they were incorporeal. Okay, and then the second one is doing seven. All right. Well, 14 have seven. Nine and seven on those two shots. And it's just rippled away a little bit of the creature's uh, the creature's form, but not much. Okay. 
This one, uh, closest to the door now. Steps forward, uh, staggering as if it, like, it can't even... It can barely even maintain the composure to walk forward. It moves almost shambling, like a, like a zombie, but more cognizant, more at least aware of its actions, if not in control. It's wholly unsettling to watch, really. And it calls out in a high voice, The Talden crimes against the Dawnflower have not been forgotten! And manifests a spell. And as it does, the area plunges into utter darkness. Oh. And you hear another voice. As the goddess of healing gives light, so she taketh from those beyond redemption. And Argentea, what's your AC? Argentea being Kahina, what's your AC? I don't know if you're muted or... Uh... Yeah, you got yourself muted. I'm gonna go ahead and roll some dice and just 19. see Okay, 19. Uh, this time, as he steps forward, he strikes you with this longsword. Uh, and it doesn't seem to be material. It passes through your armor like it was nothing, but then through your flesh, just as any sword. You take 14 damage, but it's not all from the simple attack of the blade. Uh, as it hits, it's a, a flesh wound, nothing severe, but then you feel a racking pulse of negative energy through your body. Make me a will save. 12. You feel ever more unsettled by this ghostly paladin's appearance as you can barely uh, make out his form with the bits of glowing and shimmering passing across his armor and weapons directly in front of you. Not shaken, but wholly unnerved. Cadonia, you're up. Argentea, you're on deck. Okay. Um, leaning against the wall back here in, in darkness, I guess. If it's wholly dark, mm, if I was looking for something in my pack, would that be affected? Or is it, like, if I'm close enough, I can see... If you're see trying it. to pull, it's... Matt, it's supernaturally dark. It's not, this isn't regular darkness. This is advanced darkness. So, if you're trying to find something that's just in your bag, yeah. especially if it's like a potion or a scroll, that would be almost impossible. If it's not something you have in like a special place on a belt or something, you know where it is, or something you can easily identify by feel, you're not going to be able to get okay. to it. Uh, okay, uh, would I know with my, maybe, maybe I should roll for it. If uh, if I use dancing lights against the supernatural, would it even make me a spellcraft check? Because he did just okay. cast a spell, and it's, you can try to identify it. They didn't like do magical nonsense. He cast a spell. That is a thirty-six. With, of course it is. <laughs> the Shemu special uh, with a thirty-six. He cast deeper darkness, 
which is a third level spell and will extinguish any light produced by a less powerful spell. Um, you also know that it's not like, it's not, you're not blind. It's not something that affected you. It's just magically extinguishing all of the light in the area and that it reaches about 60 feet in every direction. All right. Um, I, well, so everybody else hears, I'll, I'll yell out, it's supernatural darkness, 60 feet. And I'm going to ask Ciaran if he has any input here because I'm kind of at a loss. Believe it or not, I just see the same out of here as you do, girl. Never dealt with anything like this before, supernatural darkness. You got any dispel handy? Nope. What do you do? Think and lose my turn, probably. All right, Argentea, tell me if you want to come back in while you're kind of in a corner to panic and darkness, no idea how to handle this. All right, well, I'm going to five foot step back. <laughs> Definitely. And I'm going to uh, cast defensively. No idea if you're being threatened, so probably say that. <laughs> so I'm going to do that. Um, and I am going to cast defensively on myself. Good hope. All righty. And with... Uh... With that, give me the concentration check, and we'll see if that manifests. Not going great with these concentration checks to cast defensive recently. Uh, the 17, distracted by the darkness and the strike from the paladin, you're going to lose the spell. Okay. Alrighty. You are going to uh, still hear this almost continuous, just wild salvo of a bowstring being drawn and released uh, and every now and then see just a brief shimmer of a this purple arrow of energy flying through the darkness giving off no light of its own just barely visible through the sheer black in every direction and that's going to be you again Argentea still the only one they can, that guy can actually see oops that was the wrong button it's this one they can see in the supernatural darkness. They can see in the... Well, it wouldn't be super great for them to cast it if they couldn't. <laughs> Just for confirmation. They, can, they seem to be able to. As uh, Argentea, you are struck by one of these magical arrows and another one just barely flies across your shoulder. Uh, the one that strikes you, much like the sword, seems to phase through your armor, striking you for some damage and releasing a pulse of negative energy for more. You take 14 damage total. And uh, Basilia, you're up. Zadim, you're on deck. Well, let's see if we can't get lights back on for, I'm sure, not very long. But <laughs> it's what I got. Give it an effort. All right, so... Uh -oh. With, uh, you got one real response to this, uh, which is to attempt to dispel it. Spell magic, yep. That's, a probably a pretty good idea here. And I get a 27 on my caster level check. It's 15 plus caster level to dispel, or 11 plus caster level? 11, I believe. 11 plus it... caster level. 11 right. plus dispel's caster level, yeah. All right. 
So with a 27, you manage to dispel, counteract the deeper darkness the paladin had cast, only to see them creeping ever closer to the entrance to the crypt, still twitching and raged and with these glowing uh, red energy emanating from the slits in the front of their full plate helm. And I'm going to yell out, anybody's going to do something, do it quick. And I don't care. I'll step into poo. <laughs> Just step back <laughs> in the sludge. Zadim. I don't want to be anywhere in the doorway yeah. in case somebody wants to get past. Zadim, you're up. Kedonia, you're on deck. Okay, I... Uh, so this one in front of Kahina, uh, it, the lights go out and I hear this slash through the air and it, it thuds against something and Kahina falls back towards me and she kind of steadies herself like up against me and maybe against the wall. And I, over her shoulder, rest my uh, crossbow and fire. The lights come on just before I fire my first shot at the area that she was, right in front of the area she was standing. So perfectly time for you to just have a moment to aim these bolts before you let, uh, let them loose. And I'm going to um, do two more grit. <laughs> okay. Sound of three grit. Yeah. <laughs> Dumping grit into this ghostly paladin here. Uh, so 23, 21, and 18. And just as before, the first two that you are able to really focus and aim around the full plate rip through and the third shatters across uh, a pauldron, glancing off its shoulder. So once again, you strike it twice. Okay, first one does a total of seven damage. And the second one does a total of 10 damage. Ooh, pretty uh, pretty good second shot there. So with a seven and a 10 now, with these four shots that you've passed through this first of the paladins, uh, you can start to see the essence isn't fully reforming back into the ghost. It's starting to lose shape a bit, making it look even more unsettling as more and more of it is ripped away and it starts to just lose pieces. Uh, whole chunks where your bolts have hit just gone from the creature's form, but it continues uninhibited and unhindered with no pain or, or no actual damage to the fact that it's lost chunks of its body. Just like, it almost looks like Swiss cheese, just holes missing through the thing. And I'm going to glance at Anori and be like, decide, just do something. Are you, you got anything? Uh, I, I don't have light back on mine. Uh, Should I read? How about that? Yes, Negative. no? Negative. Now, let me refresh real quick. Uh, yeah, if you don't have light, I'm not actually sure. That's a weird roll 20 problem, because you definitely should. If the, yeah, you have the same settings as every other token. I can try the, the classic turn it off and back on. There and, we go. Yeah, I'm good now. Okay. Do you want to step in? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. Now that we got lights on. No, no, you can see. Um, I can't find. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to go charging into the room after a couple deep breaths. Two, three, two, right in the doorway. Uh, as I get through the doorway, black uh, bug starts billowing out of Ciaran. And I'm going to spell strike this boy with an attack. 
Okay. Uh, that's the uh, melee is 29. Uh, with a 29, you swing with enough force and with the magic imbued in your blade that you manage to slice through a weaker part of the full plate and connect. But again, only the armor seems to have any real substance. Uh, any of the skin or flesh of this, well, what would be skin or flesh of this incorporeal paladin is still just ghost, and you spread another spray of uh, incorporeal mist as CRN connects. Okay, uh, the spell that was in the sword is shocking grasp. Oh, fantastic. So also, a lot of lightning surges out from your sword here. And yeah, he's got no resistance to that, so he's gonna take 16 shock dam or uh, eight shock damage because that still does half. Okay. And this is from the sword. 16. All right, so another eight from the sword as well. And I'm trying a new thing here. Tell me your opinions, both players here in the call and also chat. Uh, since I discovered the other day that if I put the health bar over things heads, you don't see numbers, you just see a general bar. I figure oh, that's, that's cool. a, that's a solid way, because it's still, like you'd it. be able to visibly gauge how injured an enemy is most of the time. So as you start I don't to see much of them, anything right now. But you don't see any, yeah, oh, I can, I can at least give you <laughs> some kind I've of I've just been here. playing with the chat, waiting for visibility. I give you that little <laughs> orange V thing there is my magical button. A magical uh, vision button. Do you see now? Muted. Uh, can you ping us where we're at? Oh yeah, you are down here. Yes, I can see. Okay, cool. I totally forgot you couldn't see the spider at all. My mistake. But yeah, tell me what you guys think about the uh, general health bar there. It's, uh, it's like just it. like a... It's a good general gauge, a good, yeah, general because you gauge can tell you crit is. someone and took half their body away. Like Yeah, because I mean, I, I give you verbal descriptions of how much damage, like how injured things look anyway, and that, since it doesn't have numbers, it's a perfectly good general gauge of how hurt they are. But we'll try it. It's a science. Uh, is that it for you, Kedonia? Yeah, that's all. All right, then the two paladins in the door. Uh, the one is going to step up to close with you. And they are both going to press the attack with their strange phantasmal longswords. Spell shield. And yep, like kind of the the usual. Plus, quick. It's uh, my instant one, the Arcana. Yeah, plus the quick uh, quick reaction. Arcane shield pops up. You try to use to defend yourself with your free hand. What does that put your AC to? Twenty-seven. All right. So each of them let loose with a flurry of attacks with the longsword, and each of them carries a kite shield on their other hand, which they're not using wholly defensively. They're also using it to uh, try to bash you off balance and mount an attack with the shield as well. And through the flurry of attacks they launch at you, two of them connect. Uh, one longsword swing and one particularly solid bash from the other with his light shield. Uh, did you feel the same as Kaina? This ripple of negative energy through you as they connect. Uh, the sword hits you for seven and the shield hits you for eight. So you take a total of uh, 15 damage from their assault. Okay. Ow. 
That brings us to Argentea with Basilia on deck. Okay, I'm going to five foot uh, step. Okay. Am I? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna five you move step. the vision token. Yeah, you move the little division box. I'll put the vision box oh. back here. <laughs> Mark? Okay, I didn't know I was surrounded by a vision box. Anyway. Yeah, the only way I can have it of sight yeah. is to give you all control of it. So there's an invisible token that they're choosing to see. Ah. I, should, I will try to keep it off of your characters. Okay. Um, so, um, draw my glaive. And I'm gonna smacky smack this guy. I'm gonna reach over Kadonia and try to uh, yeah. attack the... The he new one that's closed in. Right. Still narrating the fight against our ghostly. You hadn't started performing adversaries. yet. I started the singing to Saren Ray. I didn't uh, know that was your problem. Yeah, but you yeah. hadn't started like I didn't know that was your bardic. I thought you were just doing that. Do that. You hadn't started like a bardic uh, okay, buff performance Okay, well, if you yet. guys didn't count it, I'm gonna give it back to myself then. Yeah, so, you. Uh, I was... knew. <laughs> I'm performing now. I guess I thought okay. I was. I was counting. That one performing. Down. Oh, so, I don't. Yeah, I, uh, I had no idea you were con counting sorry. that for your party performance rounds. Um. Okay. Yeah, because just like regular singing doesn't like you can do that indefinitely. Like that doesn't. Yeah. You, you're not. You can not only sing for like three total minutes a day for like. Oh, sorry, I'm at a bird guess. Like you can. You can regularly okay. sing plenty. <laughs> Apparently, my macros are broken. So. I All guess right. Well, I'm just gonna roll a d20. Fine. You tell me what your tech modifier is. Enough. I'm sure. 17, <laughs> so I'm sure you hit him. All right. Yeah. Play plus one, attack plus five. And then plus two on top of that, so. All right, so you hit him. What's the damage? Yeah, and damage is broken too. So damage is 1d10 plus five, which I can roll that. Okay. Uh, I say that. There we go. Ooh. All right, well, three. Not much. Three. That, uh, you just barely graze across the outside of his plate mail, uh, just getting a tiny puff of this incorporeal form ripped away uh, from the magic of your... Just, I mean, it's this very slight magic of your glaive, too, to be fair. And the one in the back is going to let go of the bowstring with one hand and with the other, simply cast a spell again, and once more, everyone is plunged in the darkness. Basilia, how many more is that there uh, than there are the spells you got? I don't. <laughs> Woohoo! Well, the lights just went out. So I'm pretty sure the one that was injured should still be in exactly the same place. Yes, uh, it's like it's so. coming out here if you're doing this right as the darkness manifests. So we're going to go with some fire lasers. All right. Fair enough. Always good and trusty. So this will be fire laser one, say 29. 29 will definitely hit touch. And fire laser 2 is a 15. A 15 will not. 
at their touch, unfortunately. Uh, and now, you so do still need the 50-50, yeah. I mean, he hasn't had a turn, so I mean, like, realistically, no, he's, he's still there. But we do st is still firing the darkness. You still have the missed chance on this one. Six. Oh. Six <laughs> on, a, on a D100. So uh, as you shoot, it's almost going to be strange to experience this for you because you're going to manifest this spell and you're going to feel the magic leave and the heat as these rays of fire shoot out, but they're going to be completely invisible because the light of the scorching rays is overwhelmed by the deeper darkness from the fallen paladins. So you shoot almost an invisible bar as the whole party would feel the heat pass by. But nothing appears to have come of it. And I'm gonna call out, don't have any more. That all? Zadim, Kedonia, you're on deck. Okay, I am really listening and trusting my crossbow here. So I know with how awkward these guys move if even if it's just like clanking armor or however they do they're kind of noisy so i'm just uh, the armor they make no sound as they oh, move they other than like the uh the swings of their long swords do make uh like slashing sounds through like swooshing as it moves the air but their gear doesn't rub or rattle against itself their chain mail moves silently against their body just more of the almost unsettling. Only when they okay. swing with enough force for you to hear that thwack is the only sound they make other than the occasional intermittent wailing is kind of just echoing through the doorway at this point. Okay, so I'm still gonna, I'm gonna trust my crossbow, aim it where I was aimed before. Um, and What's just, your daily I'm, crit? Oh, do we have a daily crit for no. you? We don't. Uh, well, we did. No, we don't. We didn't. I mean, they're incorporeal. Can't be crit, so it doesn't matter right now. But I think she rolled three last time. If that's that wasn't today though. That was the dire crocodiles. Oh, okay. but yeah, these guys okay. are incorporeals are immune to critical hits, okay. so it doesn't matter for now. Okay. So anyway, so um, yeah, just out of muscle memory for where I just shot, I'm going to try and shoot again, and only the first one am I going to crit. You know, kind of running out of that. Uh, okay. Uh, right. You're down to two grid now. Yeah. Okay, so that's a 30, a 34, and a 17. Release a, release a much better salvo this time. And with the 30 ignoring their armor, uh, this second was a natural 20, so it automatically ignores their armor. Uh, and only the 17, once again, falling to the wayside. The same first two hit, third one misses. You've been incredibly consistent so far. <laughs> Yeah, it uh, seems like it. Okay. Um, and then I will roll the damage. Yeah, and they're immune to crit, so unfortunately I can't confirm. So the first one has a total of 8 damage. Okay. And the second one has a total of... Also 8 damage. 8 damage. So you feel like that second shot would be... Not that you can see it, but it would go... I guess, yeah, there's, there's nothing... To, it's just that you can't crit them. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's no, like, you can't see them, so there's no real <laughs> RPing this. Yeah, it, it just, you know, it just does regular never, damage. And with the, with the magic of Dignity's Barb, you are able to wholly ignore the darkness as the bolts sort of guide themselves in slight ways to correct for the, the 
subtler shifts of the paladins in combat. Or I'm just really good. Or you're just really good. You could just be super awesome. It's also possible. <laughs> but it's dignity smart, though. Kedonia. Argentinian Oh, because I've done this a million times in my life, uh, I'm going to defensively cast my shield, draw the circle in the air, push right. it through. Um, so, can you fail to defensively cast a level one nah, spell at this point? Okay. I don't I think I can fail up to four. Yeah, I know Three, you imagine you get a lot of bonuses to casting defensively, so uh, I was I was fairly certain at this point you can't screw that one up. But yeah, I'm just ask. saying it to say it. All right. <laughs> uh, so that's plus four to the AC to fight these boys, and I'm going to remember training with dear old dad and the time he made me fight with a blindfold and not being able to see. This is kind of the same thing, only these guys aren't making noise for me to hear, so I'm just going to try to feel where they're at. Okay. Use my magic ability to find them and start swinging. All right, so is that a... No, it's just is that, I was going to say, <laughs> is that anything? Because that, that was really awesome. I wasn't sure if it was power or something <laughs> no, you had. No, it's just, just right. going to try to hit them. <laughs> All right, well, go ahead and give me a swing in. What direction are you swinging here? The one right that I was fighting with. That is a natural right. 20 is so, a 36. Yeah. The one that you hit previously up to the uh, the north of you. Yes. Uh, a natural 20 still has the 50% concealment, though. Okay. So, so I, you need the D100. D100. I love that your natural 20 is a 36, by the way. Thank you. 85. And at 85, you are absolutely going to find him. That training has done you well. Yes. Okay. Here's some damage for you. That is a total of 17. All right. So uh, another, yeah, another sure. eight damage onto the first of these paladins and you can't see the difference you're making but they're still fighting all right and my second attack on the same one i know i hit him pretty sure i hit him so i'm gonna try to hit that spot one more time that's probably not with a 17. Uh, 17 is in fact not going to be enough to land a second hit there and then as you continue to duel uh, with these two fallen paladins here, uh, you, you've now decided it's time to stand your ground. And uh, as their weapons strike against you, uh, you notice they only partially face through your armor. Uh, unlike Night Dream Render, Ernie Ghosts that Nori may have dealt with in the past in her b before campaign times, they're not wholly corporeal and they're not wholly incorporeal what is an advantage to them because their armor still protects them is a similar advantage to you because your armor still does partially blunt the attacks as they continue to attack you with their swords and shields and what is your ac 26 uh, at 26, as the two of them continue to bear down on you, and you see just these flashes and shimmers of their blades and shields and occasionally armor, as you duel two of them in complete darkness, <laughs> only one of them actually manages to strike any semblance of a real blow. 
uh, but that sword does deal 16 damage. Okay. And Argentea. No, Windows are used. Okay. Windows stop. Windows, why do you do this? Go ahead, Argentea. So, taking a couple of these hits, not feeling too great, but watching what little bit I can see in front of me of uh, Anori. You can see literally right. nothing. Oh. Hearing. Hearing. Yeah, supernatural Hearing. darkness. <laughs> it's like black, other than like faint shimmers in the distance of their weapons. Hearing the same connecting that connected with me, connecting with Anori, I I know that sound because I've been hit several times. So, <laughs> gonna reach out blindly until I grab Anori's shoulder and casting defensively. We are gonna. All right, so we got two healing. things here. You gotta cast defensively. You also mm -hmm. need to have the 50% mischance to okay. get this spell to Kadonia because you can't see her either. Okay. Wow. So do you, which do you want me to roll well, first? Well, go ahead and hit the, hit the spell first so we can do the concentration because okay. if it doesn't manifest, it doesn't matter. Okay. And uh, because if you, if you do successfully manifest it, even if you miss, you'd still have the charge in your hand. So you okay. can attempt again later. So let's okay. get the concentration check there. This is a cure of moderate wounds. Once again, apparently, bardic training did not involve all. It was you were trained to be a bard, a, a spy, somewhat from Martella. This kind of full combat, these situations—they're not really your wheelhouse and trying to protect yourself while still maintaining the power and your motions and the proper incantations is just not something apparently that Kahina's had a lot of practice with and you failed to manifest this one as well. And, um, yeah, that's, that's where I'm gonna end then. All right, and uh, once again, You'll hear in the distance, the arrows resume. As you can almost imagine the twitchy hand of this thing still nearly spasming across its bow as these arrows fly forth. And it's this time directed towards Kadonia. And uh, he has a lot more success than his brethren in melee as both arrows you see just a flicker of before they've connected and buried themselves into your Kiko armor. Uh, the first does 11 damage and the second does 12. So you take 23 damage from the two shots. Okay. Basilia and Zedemir on deck. Gonna call out to everybody again. I don't have a lot for this. And then try again at the same space, but wooden spear this time instead of lasers. Right, so shoot something a little, a little simpler and just hope it works out. So roll me your hit and then roll me your D100. 22. I thought that was the hit and not the D100. 
because it's uh, significantly better on one than the other. 22 attack roll, 69 on V100. Okay. Nice. That hits. He is still there. And 16 cut in half is eight. So eight more uh, damage. Uh, it's that is just how much damage these things take when you hit them. Apparently. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> they actually have a special ability where they take eight damage from all attacks. Uh, nearly everything that is connected. Uh, is that good for you? Yeah, that's that's all I got. Alright, Zadim, Kedonia, you're on deck. I am I hear that this this guy's been hit or the ghost has been Hit. Can I hear that Baylor's splintered player hit, hit, hit him? Can I hear uh, that like an audible thing? You said there were half I would, and half. I would say, yeah, as it collides with its armor, you, you would hear it connect, yes. Okay, so it hits with it collides with its armor, and it, I can sense it's moved him a little bit in his five-foot uh, space, and so I'm not quite as certain but I'm going to fire again and hope and just trust in my crossbow again. Just gonna hope this works out. Yeah. Trust in the barb. Yeah. Trust in the barb. So an 18, a 31, and a 20. Only the 31 is going to manage to find anything as the Seeking Magic and Dignity's barb does guide them in that square to their target. But two of them just glance off as you see purple shimmers and flashes as your bolts glance across the full plates. Okay. Uh, oops, that's that's wrong one. Sorry, 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 sorry. Ignore that, yeah. ignore. Okay, that's a um, <laughs> eight. <laughs> eight. <laughs> eight. Eight damage. So with uh with eight more damage, you would hear a rush and a swell of magic as the whole of this first paladin twisted and in a bright purple shimmer visible even through this supernatural darkness bright enough to briefly illuminate the battle to all of you he disappears losing his form entirely with another anguished cry so, um, so I know for sure he's dead. Yes, you would all very much have seen that one. Uh, he turned into a grit. Okay. He turned into a grit, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so... Um, he manifests as plus one grit point. Yeah. Uh, as, as my turn ends, I'm going to be... Uh, I need a pointer. Can, uh, can you uh, tell me where the other is? And that's Kedon uh, Kedonia. Uh, okay, I'm going to swift action with my own arcane power. Enhance Ciaran with an orange aura around him. Uh, Is that fire or just like an orange? No, it's glow? just I'm plus twoing him, and then okay. the, for my third it's a very point, plus two looking shimmer. A plus two looking orange shimmer, and then ice on it too. All right. 
And then, with a free action, Ciaran's gonna just remember that force hurts these things a lot, and I'm gonna turn him into force for this round. That's... Pure force. He's he's going to like vanish almost and just be pure white force. Through this, like uh, as, you, anyway. as you give him this energy of force, you would see an I Ciaran would almost kind of disappear, and you would see an identical brief purple shimmer along your blade to what these paladins are wielding. Oh, okay then. And it would connect to you that though they are incorporeal, their armor and weapons are made of pure force. Huh. Interesting. All right. Then I'm going to attack the one over here that's still standing. Well, there's one still hitting you, so yeah. I'd say I'll give you that you know he was crazy because he's actively hitting you and hasn't moved. It's just, yeah, true. Minus two, because I'm probably going to spell combat here. There. That is an 18. Uh, an 18, unfortunately, is not going to connect. Of course not. Okay. Ready Second sack. across their armor. Oh boy. 14. Oh, also, uh, well, if 18 didn't do it, a 14 definitely won't. Is that it for you? No, I have the third for spell combat. Oh, okay. Gonna, whatever I was going to do is now going to be bladed dash. <laughs> I had it. I had a plan. The plan fell apart. Now it's bladed dash. Horrible, horribly, I might say. Uh, okay, so. It's three. Because actually, it's, I think it's int mod to it. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna attempt to swing, but instead of like going towards him, I'm gonna swing and I'm. Uh, would a line effect mess me up because they're line behind effect, me? You, uh, what you would do is uh, take the ruler, put uh, like the roll 20 ruler, put it on yourself and point to where you want to go, and I'll tell you if, where you end up. <laughs> that way. Oh, you're going out. Okay. Out. Fair enough. I want to hit him in the So you play an action. Zoop! And then you just, yeah. uh, you, uh, Argentea and Basilia would feel this rush of air as the magic teleported you backwards. And the attack is a 31. Well, a retreating attack will certainly land. It's five. There's the damage is... 18. All right, so nine. No, force. actually, force. Oh, it force, would be right. Yep, that's right. You do, you're doing a full 18 now. Uh, so that attack uh, does get stopped by their armor, just like anything would, because their armor is also force. But you Man, maneuver it around. Suck. No, but I mean, like, but you hit Ice. him. I'm saying, like, your force doesn't ignore his armor. You do okay. still hit him with the, with the attack. You got a 31. But it doesn't cut through his armor like a force attack would normally, uh, furthering your force armor hypothesis. But you do manage to cut through and slash into a weak spot where your sword pierces through the paladin just as if he were still mortal flesh. Dealing full damage and one ice. All right, one ice. also one ice. That's all I got. Ow. So as... Uh, as 
this uh, this fight continues, you would hear a voice echoing through from the other end of the crypt. Uh, one that sounds quite rational compared to the large part insanity and rampant screeching and wailing of these ghosts. They call out, Oi! Zaya, what's going on? Ugh, can't see anything in there. And this paladin would press the attack, trying to continue bringing his sword and shield against Argentina. Who is it, 19? Yes. Okay. Uh, with 19, he's going to hit you with twice with his sword and then hit with, uh, with his shield as you're unable to see where this is coming. Hit you with a full force bash that almost rocks you backwards. You, let me just go ahead and total all this up because there's lots of numbers because it's so many different parts of damage. Uh, in total... From these three swings, you take 39 damage and are nearly knocked unconscious. But it is now your turn. And with that, I'm stumbling backwards. Um, and just like manhandling like... <laughs> falling backwards to get away from this thing um and we're gonna try because we are not we're not gonna die here and we're not just, in a crypt in a sewer not in a crypt in a sewer this is not how we're going out and just screw everything else casting defensively that's not worked for us either so we're just doing the do just <laughs> and praying he doesn't have a reach have to believe well if you're casting defensively you're not casting defensively no i'm not oh you're uh, like just in a panic hoping there's nothing I, he can yeah, do and just oh cast no like, concentration i sure hope he doesn't hit me <laughs> like last ditch effort he does not and with your magic you restore 26 hit points and i'm just gonna look back and Assume I'm somewhere back towards them. Like, we have to go. We have to go now. <laughs> uh, Alright, then... You're going to hear another arrow loosed from inside. And, uh... I'm gonna just 50-50 this one. Also aimed at Argentera. God I 50 50 it. God has spoken. I'm sorry. Well, let's see if it hits you. Uh, it actually does miss. Uh, I mean, these, the, the archer's only been like 50 50 on landing hits on you so far. Uh, and this arrow, as you retreat out of the crypt, once again sails past the hull of the crypt. You see the flicker of the arrowhead before it just faces again out of existence. Uh, Basilia. In the pitch darkness, it's going to be nearly impossible to navigate this sewer at all. I am going to, in kind of a loud whisper, say the word south. And then start heading that direction. Okay. And, 
you're just gonna start going generally south. Yes. Alright, are you gonna move at half speed or are you gonna try to make an acrobatics check? Because you're functionally completely blind. I will be doing the half speed move. All so right. I'll get. Uh, You'll get to move 30 feet. Yeah, 30 feet total. Isn't it just that you make an acrobatics check and if you fail, you move half speed? No, you're, and you're not here. Please stop. Interrupt I was just. Uh, Zadim. Uh, Zadim? Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Right. Um, I was trying to think. Um, so I'm going to step just from prior knowledge of earlier. I'm going to step forward uh, because I felt uh, Anora go by and I heard um, Kahina stumble back. I'm going to step forward and try and close both doors. I know okay. they're incorporeal, but I'm hoping that <laughs> earlier it stopped. Please respect the doors. <laughs> Please respect the doors. So as you reach out and uh, fumble around in the darkness here for the doors to shut them, you see the flicker of a longsword coming towards you. Okay. Uh, gonna have you provoke blindly reaching for doors. So what is your AC? My AC is 26. And uh, you managed to get a hold of the door and put it in the way. And as this creature's force weapons aren't wholly incorporeal, uh, it blunts the attack. So it just barely grazes across your skin, not doing any, uh, any actual damage, just painful with another rack of negative energy. But you do manage to shut the door. Okay. And then uh, I have, can I kind of as well in in character can i kind of grab kahina and keep moving south i'll yeah. have to wait for I mean, yeah they're not actually like that's what you're starting to do they're not gonna yeah. mechanically move right now but yes absolutely yeah. uh kadonia i'm not sure what's going on but i'm orienting myself south <laughs> to the best of my ability as as i heard baylor call out and i'm going to just sort of blindly point Ciaran in that direction and hope that none of my friends are in the way <laughs> as I turn into an orange lightning bolt and I storm step as far as I can or until I hit something. Oh. <laughs> so you didn't come from entirely that way. So you are just going to shoot off as a bolt of lightning. What's um, the max distance on this? Oh, 25 50. feet. 50 right now. Uh, 50 feet down to the south. Uh, that would take you well further than this This map here currently displays. Oh, wow. I, didn't I don't hit. know where she was. Do I have to take a reflex save? You didn't hit anybody. <laughs> there is nobody directly south of you. <laughs> I was hoping that I was back far enough when I bladed dash that no one was near me. Okay, that's... You, uh, that is that is exactly how it worked out. Beautiful. And at the door, you hear a uh, 
not so much a pounding as almost as like a weak scratching and scraping punctuated by a final immense shriek before the ghosts fall silent once more. <laughs> Did Inori make it out of the darkness with that 50 feet? Uh, 60 foot radius centered here, no. No? <laughs> it would be <laughs> just clearly not. Oh, come on! <laughs> it's not emanating from him, is it? Oh, it is object touched, so uh, you actually would. You would have figured oh, out great. through a wall of darkness. Uh, and there would just be like almost a physical black barrier behind you. Uh, it, it would still be pitch dark. You wouldn't actually know because it would extinguish your light spell. So even if you got out of the range of the spell, you'd still be in regular darkness instead of just supernatural darkness. Would I be able to tell the difference though? I would say if there's a distinction between regular dark and supernaturally dark that, yeah. You know how even in pitch blackness you can almost yeah, kind of make out some things but there is still some light even yeah if there's it's not significant there's never, regular dark and then go to the eye doctor and have your pupils dilated dark there's, it is totally different there's never absolute darkness except for back there except for back there you well, have if I knew, left if I knew that I was out absolute of the darkness I would we have try upgraded to, to regular darkness uh, where are you trying to cast Dancing Lights? Right in front of yourself? Just in my palm of my hand, if I can. Yeah, just I'm pulling up in your hand with that uh, with that quick magic. The Dancing Lights would absolutely illuminate the sewer that you're in. And then you would see that darkness behind you. You would see the Basilia like, emerging from it. Uh, with the Basilia coming out of it pretty shortly after. And I imagine uh, Zadim and Argentea not too long after that. Oh, hey. Well, that was uh, interesting. I like, <laughs> I like your life. Yeah. Uh, We're heading back. So that was a complete and utter <laughs> failure, disaster. Yeah. We know what we're up against, and we took down one of them. And we know this location. Do we know where we are now? Uh, I mean, this you would be a little south of where you had entered, so yeah, you I can just mark that on the map. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what what north of you, in still the complete darkness, would be the way back that you would come. Do you know how long this darkness would last, Fiddle, or Basilia? Probably. Uh, well, Inori was excellent. I didn't find the spell. Oh. Thank you very much. Inori is... No magic to him. It's, it's, but, but, but... Who, is, who is being asked right now? That's true. But who <laughs> made... Did you make a spellcraft check? Do you know what they cast? Let's find out. Inori's magical too. He, he knows what he knows. 40 on spellcraft. <laughs> did I know what they cast? <laughs> yeah, I cast deeper darkness. <laughs> I did, I did yell out the radius on it to everybody, but and still no one asks me. You know that deeper darkness lasts about 10 minutes per level. Since you dispelled it, 
you can fairly safely assume it can't be that much stronger than your own powers and you'll probably gone be gone like at worst two to three hours <laughs> well um we should just be able to follow this left wall until we get to that opening in the wall right anything would be better than that door if we want to risk going back through it well i feel like i did close the door as i am very good with doors and i didn't see you close any door i closed the doors they are firmly closed so you say I, in, in I actuality the he, he closed you... the door i heard it okay i'll trust her um <laughs> he get out of the sewer well uh Zadim is correct. If you were to follow that left or left wall, you would be able to find your way back into the original tunnel you had used to get in here. And actually shortly after you rounded that corner into that side passage, you would pass a wall of pure darkness. Uh, because the darkness, this is a hard thing to conceptualize in Pathfinder. The darkness that emanates out from that spell emanates, just like light does. So just like if he had cast a, a super bright dancing lights in that doorway, when he rounded the corner, you wouldn't see it anymore because the light doesn't bend. The darkness does the same thing. So once you round that corner, you simply stumble immediately out of the darkness because the darkness also doesn't turn that corner. It is emanating from a point, but it's hard to conceptualize uh, anti-light coming out of a, a singular point. Because it's obviously not, not a block anti-light. Not a thing that exists, obviously. Uh, it casts it right outside of the door. It's it's a deeper okay. darkness that they can put on a point instead yeah. of like on a thing they have to touch. So as soon as you turn the corner, you get out of it. Slightly All modified right. Well, I have this map. Uh, do we want to go back to the origin point? Yes. The map uh, house. Not feeling well. I don't think any of us are doing too well after that. Yeah, Catania and Argentina are both pretty injured. Uh, visibly quite injured. We may want to see. heal before we go walking through the right. sewers. Sounds like a good idea. Can you rub that wand on me? <laughs> I mean, yeah, baby. Come on over here. Slowly. Okay. Slowly. <laughs> Slower. Slower, please. So how many, uh, how many every uh, six seconds. How many boops do you, <laughs> how many boops do you need? How many boops do you need? A lot. <laughs> well, here, a moderate, let's do, a moderate let's is do... 13. A light is six. six. Yeah. What do you want, like three moderates? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Three moderates would be nice. Okay. I was going to say, you could just let me do cure serious wounds. Oh, well, I mean, if you... Sure. You want to actually put your hands on, that's one thing. <laughs> I mean, not going to say no to big heels, because it probably hurts a lot. It does. And with a cure serious, you Ooh, big roll. 25. That was, in fact, a pretty hot roll. That was like super amazing, but it was, it was pretty decent. So one for you, one for me. 
slightly less hot. Yeah, 22. And then I can boop you with entire. the... And then boop yourself with the 13. Well, like two. Yeah, you, <laughs> okay. can, you use your own magic to weave up a Q-series for each of you, and then a touch or two. That's actually... That spell so big, it doesn't show up in my little preview thing down here that I have for showing Good. the spell. It's too large of a block of text. Well, that's good to know. But, uh, that was in a couple of touches from the Cure Matter Uinspond later. Two? Yeah, I'm good. Mostly okay, just with some scrapes and bruises from the attacks you make your way back through the sewers. Now, uh, what are we rolling? Are I, you, I, I'm just going to cast Cure Matter on myself. Fair enough. So, over the next hour or so, after you brief stop to heal, you make your way back towards the bathhouse. Who wants to roll a D100? Not me. Who's feeling lucky? What's the point of my map? It's useless. No, this isn't for getting lost. This was is uh, for random encounters. This is, okay, for, thought, is, this there... is for, are there more alligators? Yeah, there's gotcha. a lot of other okay, things that, that move about in the Undercity and the interconnecting sewers and tunnels Easy. down here. <laughs> okay, well, you know. <laughs> Who's feeling lucky? That's an 11. Or he is not. <laughs> an 11. I thought it say. couldn't possibly I apologize to everyone. <laughs> well, as at, at some point on your way back to the bathhouse, after you've been somewhat healed up physically, maybe everyone's still a little bit Soaked. disheartened from that encounter there. You make it back to the bathhouse. <laughs> See, no problem. For now. I, I I kind of wanted to run into more crocodiles. <laughs> Another file of crocodiles. Why does it make yourselves feel better? I don't don't worry why I wanted Morale to. booster for the team to <laughs> beat up some alligators. It. Watching things suffer make you feel better. <laughs> okay. You answer, just so you know. Um <laughs> yeah, get my head. You make it back to the bathhouse later in the afternoon. <sighs> well, if I put on that other disguise of the farmer, I could go get us some food with very little or while Kahina is still resting from injuries. I don't know if you want to go get some food or if I should. Um, you can go get some food i'm i'm thinking on whether or not later would be a we could like if you go out and get food this time if different people go we're never seen together out and about well uh we have uh, we have an extra disguise still mm -hmm. and i, could and I mean i can change my appearance to be whatever i want quite so, uh, I guess I will go get some food. And, uh, as you're having this here conversation, making your way out of the the pipe that leads back into the 
lower part of the bath bathhouse. A little bit of a pool of uh, not particularly high, but maybe like shin deep stagnant water that's just been left there from when the supply was cut off however long ago with a massive splash a nearly invisible writhing white creature that looks <laughs> like an enormous tube of just transparent bulky flesh surges out of the water towards Cadonia, who I randomly rolled was in front. Alright, I'm, I'm definitely gonna need visibility for this. I'll get you some visibility. This sounds absolutely <laughs> disgusting. But I'm also going to need some initiative because today is just not our day. <laughs> oh boy. I'm gonna re actually reapply the sorry that I rescinded. So now I'm sorry again. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just... I mean, I don't know if initiative matters. We all beat it. <laughs> yeah, it did get a surprise round though, because nobody. Ah, but I act in every surprise round now. You do act in the surprise round. So fortunately, with your incredible, almost precognition that something's happening, uh, you do get to act in this surprise round because nobody's perception taking 10 beats the 36 that gets taking 10 on stealth because it's a translucent Alaskan bullworm. So, okay. <laughs> Argentea, as you see this thing coming up, out of the depths, whatever this horrific creature is. It's quite large, uh, but even as it comes up, almost sort of difficult to see. And it's reaching forward with some like feeder tentacles around the opening at the front of the tube and what looks to be a transparent, like nearly glass stinger. Uh, mounted on the back of the thing, both in surging forward towards Cadonia. Okay. Well, since I act, I have uh, swift action. I'll smack my my uh, armor, which will alert everybody <laughs> that something's going Things down. Things are happening. It starts hit my armor, which starts the performance. And in my action, I am going to cast Glitter Dust all over this translucent blob to make it a lot less translucent and a lot more able to see to be hit and been. We'll make, make sure everyone worm. can see that this thing is here now. Worm! Invisible worm! <laughs> invisible worm! And now it is an invisible sparkling worm. My worm. So, uh... Very sparkly. So, with that... Cadonia can absolutely see as a sparkling stinger shoots up out of the water towards her. What is your flat-footed AC? My flat-footed, I don't have, I don't have uh, a shield on anymore, right? I no, that was like an hour trick back, so the shield is yeah. definitely gone. 20 is flat-footed. Oh, with your 20, this thing shoots out and pierces into you deeply. Oh. 
you take 19 damage from the strike of this thing. And make me a fortitude save. It is Who could against... have foreseen this? Weird! The stinger has poison! This has never happened before, I swear. <laughs> 25 fortitude as you feel the venom shoot into you your muscles lock up completely and all of you would see Kedonia literally just walking forward barely have time to turn and then freeze solid oh man on a for a moment before she forces herself oh. through it <laughs> by sheer will mm. Mm. you uh you feel this paralytic toxin coursing through your veins, but you're not going to die to some weird clear worm <laughs> thing uh, in your own temporary base, which you realize now that open connection to the Undercity may not be the safest place that's ever existed. But you do feel something else, strangely. You feel almost an alien animalistic instinctive presence in your mind I'm, I can't fit any more people up by here by this thing's venom <laughs> as if it, the, the poison is not just affecting your body but trying to infiltrate your very thoughts Argentea you're up Kedonia you're on deck All you right. react a little slower from the folks well. on account of the paralytic toxin um, seeing this thing strike out and hit Inori, and the whole, the song starts, uh, the chant starts to, and the story starts to warp and change, and focuses itself on, um, trying to ward off whatever effects this thing may be having from where it hit, uh, hit Anori. Okay, so you stop your normal performance and perform your masterpiece, giving everyone delay poison. As well as extras on rolls and all that good stuff. Yeah, and all the other neat stuff that, All uh, the neat stuff. Well, it gives you a bunch of re-rolls, but those yeah. don't, no one has anything to re-roll yeah. right now. So, at the moment, it's delay right poison. Thanks, got a stinger. Delay and poison. All right, Kedonia. So is the normal performance not up then now that she's not that? right now? No, uh, it, it interrupts to do the masterpiece for a round, but the masterpiece yeah. effects persist afterward. Ow, I've had it with these things today. <laughs> um. Man, I used up a lot of stuff. I am going to swift action. Enhance my sword with the orange glow. And instead of ice, he's going to grow in length, becoming a bit more keen. That sounds fancy. That sounds like a pretty good thing to use on Strange Translucent Worm. Yes. And I'm going to attack him good to hit it oh you're definitely gonna attack him the very keen sword that's incredibly keen look how keen that is immediately that's a critical so keen threaten. immediately keen value oh, that's so freaking keen uh give me a confirm 
I shall. I wouldn't think Tube Worm had like body parts and internal functions you can crit, but it sure does, apparently. Yeah, he, he, he said Keen, and I was 100% expecting this to be immune to crits. I went to look, I'm like, yeah, this thing's got to be immune to crits. It is not. 27. And with a 27, as it crit you with the stinger. Yeah. You too crit it with Ciaran. <laughs> One good turn deserves another, they say. Double Demahage coming at you. There's one roll. All right. So 13. And uh, 13 more. 13, 13. 13. So you crit it for 26 damage. Your sword slicing cleanly through this thing's massive pile of flesh. Uh, it's covered in this sparkling glitter dust now. The whole of the creature seems to be translucent. And you cut through like a foot of the thing, deep into the creature. And it definitely hurts it, but it's quite large. Okay. After cleaving through it and hitting to the ground, I'm going to come back through with my momentum and swing at it again. And a 28. Does, does, does the keen thing make 17 squid threatens? It, it does. absolutely does. That's another good threaten. <laughs> Roll <to> confirm it. <laughs> Oh, I said I had it with these things. Yeah, she's really I'm over yeah. today right now. <laughs> ah. That is Okay, now confirm, but uh, you do hit it. Okay. Reroll. <laughs> I feel like the way this day is going, I might need that later. 13. Damn <laughs> It changed your name to Shemby 13, I think. <laughs> All right, and is that it for you? No. Spell combat. <laughs> More magic. <laughs> All right. We are purplish energy is going to start coursing through Ciara now as I swing again in a spinning motion to strike this creature. Um, right. okay. Huzzah. It have, that, that doesn't roll the attack, so I gotta roll uh, that. Actually. It does not. So you gotta roll the attack. It's a touch attack. Uh, don't roll a one. <laughs> the thing is quite large and not particularly fast. 29. A 29 will definitely well, hit its touch AC, yes. Uh, well, he, he's spell striking it, isn't he? Yes. Oh, uh, uh, so it's, it has to hit regular AC. Well, 29 will also hit its regular AC. Right, spell strike, not spell combat. Well, well 29 hits regular AC too. So uh, another it's sword strike. Sword is what he's saying. Yeah, it's yeah, not a, a touch attack. Another sword strike, and uh, it will take the 12 damage from that vampiric touch, and you will gain 12 temporary hit points. It doesn't properly heal you, but gives you a little more fortitude to resist whatever this thing's going to do to you. Yeah. That is me. Well, you got the sword damage too. Spell strike also has the sword of damage. That's the that's the benefit. Indeed. Fifteen more. Sword All right. Damage. So with that opening salvo, uh, <laughs> you have done a pretty good number to this creature. Now it, it, it's already recoiling. Uh, what just looks like almost thicker water is seeping out of the thing into the already pretty gross stagnant pool. Uh, that you've decided to live around for the time being. But it's quite wounded. Very sparkly, though. Zadim, you're up. Vasilia, you're uh, So there's there's this clear fluid kind of splashing out. So I kind of step step back 
um, as it like kind of wades by me in the water, just like everywhere. I'm gonna step back out onto the dry land, dryish land, and uh, just raise my crossbow and try and shoot it. Right, so you still on the, the very side of the pipe here. Yeah. Trying to get at least a little bit out of the gross water because it yeah. it's basically invisible in the water. Oh, and I'm going to no, roll. Not anymore. You're going to what? Uh, roll my d20 for the crit of the day. Oh, yeah. Give me the crit of the day. Crit of the, the day crit is, is 16. 16s. <laughs> so you now crit on 16s instead yeah. of 17s. All right. Okay. So I had an 18, a 24, and 11. I mean, all three of these are quite easily going to strike the creature, but two of them seem to just sink into its flesh absolutely harmlessly. Uh, the 24, however, does manage to bury itself deeply enough to do some damage. Okay. Uh, I will roll the damage. The damage is 17. But you feel like it's significantly less than 17. It has significant okay. DR against your attack. It did not against the Noris. Okay. Uh, Basilia? Argentaria, you're on deck. So, what do I know about this thing? Knowledge Dungeoneering. It's an aberration. I figured, but... Tube worm is an aberration. Oh, only a 16. Ooh. This is the day of learning wow. that there's a lot of stuff living out of this city. See, your <laughs> wizard teachings and your schooling mainly pertain to things, you know, people deal with sometimes that have been studied that are common. This is like upper darklands kind of stuff. This is the monstrosities that lurk beneath the world that don't typically pose a lot of a problem and not much is known about them. Strange and undead and old crypts, this weird tube. You have no clue what this thing does. Or is. My head's also too full of poo gas. Yeah. Been in a store for like three hours. Longer than that, probably. But... Yeah, probably. All right. So. I, once again, I'm going to pull out a scroll and start tearing it to pieces. But this time, when the pieces of the scroll fly at it, they're not that anybody could really see it last time. They're not going to spread out as much. They are all going to home in on whatever this creature is and target just it. You rip up a scroll and you throw a ton of pieces of paper at him. <laughs> All right. So it's a DC 23 reflex save. Well, you got a pretty good chance of failing that. <laughs> I figured so. Uh, it got an 11. It super failed. Critically right. failed if this was second edition. So it takes 33 slashing damage All right. as and these pieces of paper rip through it. And it would rip through this with incredible efficacy. Uh, no DR to that. And at the same time, a couple of these pieces of the scroll are glowing black, and they embed themselves in it deeply, and it takes three negative energy damage and is staggered. Ooh. All right. You successfully stagger the worm... 
Okay, Worm's only got one action. That's fine. Worm only needs one action. Uh, it is going to, uh, in great pain and being ripped to ribbons by these attacks here, with three crossbow bolts still visibly embedded in its body. You can see the whole bolt, even the one that went all the way in. You can clearly see it. It is going to attempt to retreat back into the sewers. Now, unfortunately, that retreat is going to drag its prodigious bulk across three of you. Oh, nasty. You have two options. You can take an attack of opportunity or you can attempt a reflex save to dive out of the way. Cadonia is going to be the first one it encounters. Do you want to take an AOO or do you want to attempt to get out of the way? I want to take an AOO. All right. Take an AOO. I can't do. I, can't, I don't have anything but the attack. I can't like. It is just yeah. It's just a standard action. Okay. Well, not even. It's just a standard attack. Sorry. Just swing. Hiya! Oh! <laughs> oh! No, no, so done. Confirm ah. that. Please confirm that. That's a no! <laughs> Get out of here with that! All, all annoying. Oh all day. Goodness! Give me the damage twice. <laughs> I broke my headset. Roll uh, <laughs> your damage. All right. Oh, it was a 19 Four. to a 20. That was almost the fabled maximum. And that's 14. And then 16. 30 damage! Unmitigated by the creature's DR. As it rolls over you, its body is not just translucent. It's almost spongy. And as it rolls over the top of you and you stand your ground with Ciaran at the ready, it absorbs you fully inside of it. You are pulled into the creature's digestive system. And what do you do? Well, you see it come moving. It goes over top of me. I'm sure there's some panic. Oh my God, don't worry. And then it stops moving. And explosion, she comes jumping through the top of it as this thing just like a bullet wound. She comes flying out the top. Just The creature's wow. hide is too thick to penetrate from the outside. <laughs> <laughs> just covered in, in its guts and stuff. And her eyes are not flickering orange, they are full-on glowing orange, like really upset Honori. Beautiful. I love killing it. All right. I guess I don't get to make fun of you if you're not taking the reflex save. Because yeah. that was awesome! <laughs> <laughs> I thought, like, I wanted to, but then I was like, I'm due, man, and I rolled nothing. Oh, dude, just... engulf is really bad. That's like, do you even have a dagger? But, yeah. Stash, don't you have the stabby? Oh, you have you the have hidden the blade. You have the hidden blade. So uh, you can at least fight well, with that. He, he's also fixing his headset. He didn't yeah, he, uh, he, <laughs> I was good. I was going to. Yeah, I was yeah. going to do that. Anori but... went full Drax. Yeah, that, that's. that's... <laughs> ah! <laughs> ah! <laughs> well. Ooh, that's a pretty awesome old me to take a break on. Let that one settle for a minute. 
Oh, and Nori is done with this crap today, guys. Nori is Did not. Did say it at the beginning of that concert. Put up I'm with done. exactly none of this. So, <laughs> as this creature falls still, Kedonia slash Nori just standing there. Probably about as in, in awe as everybody else at her own abilities. You would hear Ciaran uh, reach out to you. But unlike his usual sarcasm or whatever he goes to, his words of wisdom. It's always been a sort of few words, but this time he only has one. Damn. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I'm going to say back to him. <laughs> so, silently resheath the sword, continue walking oh, forward. Oh, yeah. Throw it off and spin around. <laughs> Externally, the coolest person ever. Internally. <laughs> oh, my God. That was so awesome. I'm going to have to. Yeah, I'm going to turn away from the party and be like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Are we going back, guys? Or <laughs> so? Well, we're here. Yeah, yeah we're you're, here. You're here. This was in the stagnant water at the end of the pipe in the long abandoned pool in the long abandoned bathhouse uh, back in Zemar, out of the undercity in the sewers. You've made your way back to the surface, and this thing was lurking here, investigating, waiting. Who knows what it was doing? Baylor had no idea what it was. Curiosity, does anybody else have knowledge dungeoneering at all? This is your moment to outsmart Baylor. Oh, let me check. <laughs> Everybody check your character sheets. You might know a thing that Baylor Landless didn't know. That's a 23. Do I outknow him? You get one question. <sighs> did you actually have a rank in dungeoneering? I did. Yeah. You you outknow him. Maybe this is a thing you've run into once Actually, upon a time. Actually, never mind. I screwed up. I don't have a rank of that. Ah, I misread it. I got to be it. Ah, I thought this I, was going to be Anori's like, great teammates in the moment. Okay, nobody knows what the thing was. Down, peasants. <laughs> I, I like how he immediately says, you have a rank in Dungeoneering. I'm like, yeah, let me check. What did no. you just say to me? <laughs> So you're back in the the pool house. Uh, real quick, it's at this point getting into mid, if not late afternoon. Uh, now, did you say you weren't coming back? The original plan. Oh, you are way loud right now. Oh, hi. <clears throat> That's is that, a, is that a little better? I didn't. I didn't change anything. So. Well, it's just pretty loud. But it's okay. We're not in discards. So we don't have manual volume controls. I can't do anything about Zenobius it. Zenobius Bacar. I'm just letting you know. Zenobius is very loud today. <laughs> well, my original plan was I was gonna go investigate a couple things, but I think I would spend the day trying to be all buddy buddy with the owner of the pool house and like statistically speaking turn him from i guess neutral to friendly with uh yeah your checks. plan is very much changed at this point because who could not be swayed by the glorious token of this man <laughs> here lord garricus 
Bacchus. Of the bathhouse. So, uh, go ahead. Move a car. Go ahead and make me a diplomacy check, dude. See what you got. I got a fancy a D20 here with a plus 12 for a 24. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so he would be indifferent to you initially. Just a businessman doing his things, the customer service and whatnot. But as you uh, spend a good amount of time, a few hours talking to Lord Gericus before he has to excuse himself, uh, maybe an hour or so before he has to excuse himself to go do actual work, uh, you would manage to make a pretty decent impression on the man. Gets gone from he's just talking to a customer, to a conversation, and a connection that he does actually enjoy. So, I mean, that that's... I mean, if I only spend an hour on that, I guess I would spend another... I guess back to the original plan, I want to go back to the wharfs out on the outer river edge of the city and just look around, see like where the sewer entrances are, what kind of obstacles there might be. Just literally sightseeing with the intent of discovering things that would be useful to us. All right, so you make your way out to the docks of Zimar, and there is absolutely access that you can use coming in from the Anvil District up here in the Northeast. Uh, you can get out to the public docks on the northern end of the city. Uh, from there, you would see a couple of things. Uh, first of all, out on these northern public docks, you are absolutely right next to Abadar's Pillar, which is a truly massive fortress. Uh, and it's visible from literally everywhere in Zemar, just due to how big it is. It's just uh, a big, like, golden palace type thing, ain't it? Uh, it's not actually golden. It, it's just like a full castle keep. And there's been a couple of uh, palaces and things that, that you've seen on your journeys, and there are, of course, some defended forts and some towns, but Abadar's Pillar is over 80 feet tall at the top of its battlemented ramparts, at the top of its uh, three primary turrets on the northwest side. And it is by far the tallest building in Zimar, and it is a full fortress. Uh, a proper castles, like the, the military structures, are few and far between. Oftentimes there are guardhouses or keeps styled in that aesthetic, and there are, of course, the walls around many of the cities, including Zimar itself. But a full military fortress is a sight to behold especially from how close these docks are, and you can see the outside of it. The numbers of soldiers patrolling up around the ramparts, uh, even in just the mid-afternoon, uh, moving about in pairs, and just the activity that an active, defensible castle uh, has going on inside at all times is, is, is impressive, if nothing else. But looking... All the things we've assaulted so far that were like, this is not a fortress. Yeah. This is not a fortress. That is, is a fortress. Yeah. <laughs> and it's almost like the Palace of Birdsong. Like, it's not a fortress. It's not meant to be defended. You, no, this is a fortress. This is it was, was the Palace of Birdsong and then the Caravanserai. Yeah, and this was constructed with a single purpose, and that is to be a bastion of defense for Zimar, to ward off any attacks from the east, from the Jalrun River, or in the worst-case scenario, to be a solid readout if even Zimar itself is taken 
Abadar's pillar will not easily fall. Uh, the heraldry of both the city and some iconography of Abadar would drape down from its battlements. It's just an impressive sight, really. But what you're looking for in the docks are pipelines. Uh, the Anvil District that you pass through to get here is an area of business. Uh, a lot of the actual work for the soldiers' weapons and armor is done here in-house in Zemar. And beyond that, there are a large amount of uh, public industrial undertakings going on this side of the city. They require a pretty large amount of water. And on the public docks here at the north, you can pretty clearly see that a large amount of the water that's taken in upriver into the systems just comes out here, uh, just on the southern end of these docks into the Jalrun River behind Abadar's Pillar. And again, this isn't like a sewage outlet. This is a used water for all sorts of industrial taskings, for leatherworking, for smithing. Uh, so it's definitely not clean, but it's not like black sludge is dribbling out of a series of pipes here. And again, each of them is protected with a rusted iron grate. There's also a pretty large amount of activity on the docks around them because Zimar has a lot of trade and a lot of business and a lot of ships, dozens, coming in and out on the daily. Okay. Well, I mean, that's basically what I want to know. I reckon what I'll do for the sake of spending enough time looking around out there is I, I suppose, diplomacy check to gather information, spend that long out there just talking to people, exploring around, and also seeing what I need to see. Okay. Uh, so first off, give me that D4 and how long are you going to spend? Four hours. So, yeah, you're going to be out here until, like, nearly sunset. And, and a 31 for gathering information. Uh, what are you trying to gather? What are you trying? What do you, what do you want? What are you looking Stuff for? about the Anvil District and the dock, like um, upcoming events, popular places to visit, just information about the city. Uh, as far as the Anvil District and the docks go, I mean, this is the industrial part of ZMR. If this, these are the, the working peoples who... If they even are aware of any, it's going to be a lot different from what you're getting out in the town, like especially out in the bathhouses. This is not the rich. This is the people who have to work out here for a living, doing very exhausting, uh, very strenuous physical labor day in and day out. There, there's not events. There's schedules to keep. There's uh, shipments and cargo that needs to be moved in and out, freight transported around the city. Uh, nothing out of the ordinary hardly ever happens in the docks or the anvil district it's very systematic and uh even up on the public docks it's all run pretty cleanly uh you which, would think with its proximity to the uh to the golden district they would at least hear about some stuff on the docks right here but they don't get up to the golden district very often if at all it's very, so I'm telling people yeah, I mean, about is, the circus. Is, they yeah, don't even is, know. <laughs> this is in and of itself, like, knowledge, though, that you're gaining, that there's, there's not really a lot that goes out of the way, out of the ordinary around the Anvil District and the docks here. And uh, most of the people here, yeah, if they knew even knew anything about the circus, would probably not be the target audience it's attending. So, yeah, you're sharing the news of the circus more than you're learning uh, anything about specifics. But, again, that isn't in itself information. Yeah. And that's all in the background of me 
out yeah, here learning I'm my actual information. Doing whatever it is that you're doing out here at the docks. So, back inside at the abandoned pool house, back with the rest of the party. After you finish up your fight with this translucent creature. Did it eat the steak? <laughs> Is that what drew it to our place? Uh, no. No. The steak would have been clearly uh, just left somewhere. It could assumedly have gotten to easily, but it doesn't appear to have bothered. Did not touch the chaos chow. We're good. Oh. Okay. So if I'm going to be putting on a disguise, uh, can I do one grit to make the disguise? Are you, uh, so you want to change disguises? You want to stop being as a deem? Yeah. I'm going to, just so when we go out, when I go get the food, I can just go pick up some bags of food and just bring it back and be a little like, ah, be on your way. Message for carry out. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, yeah, you want to switch some of the, because yeah, you just took all of the IDs from the guy on the off chance that any of them could possibly end up being useful. So, uh, absolutely. I, uh, I would, wouldn't see why you couldn't use a grit for no name on that. It's a thing that you can do. I'm just Set, setting this up. Uh, yeah, I'm just setting this up real quick so that you can have the token and it will work and do things. Okay. So what does that give you? For you? Does that give you a plus twenty or does that uh, give you take twenty? Plus t- oh, plus ten. I thought that was way crazier than it was. No. So you switch disguises over to Carl. Langbane. The farmer here, Carl Longbean. I wish his name was Longbean. <laughs> oh, Longbean. It, it's definitely Langbane, but I'm going to call him Longbean forever because he's a farmer and his name's really close to it. Uh, and you're... The only thing that's going to change is instead of a minus one to your disguise, you're going to be going up to a minus two because Gurundi is markedly different enough from a Assyrian that I'll give... A, you're going to take the full minus two for changing race instead of just the half penalty because Sadia yeah. being Kalashite's really close and yeah. Carl being Holy Gurundi's different enough. But otherwise, you can switch over with no problems using your grit, your... Uh, what it is exactly is his grit for? The grit... What, the no-name grit? Yeah, what, what, do, you, what, do, you, um, what do you do with this? How does this... Flavor it. Hey, uh, oh, flavor. Um, I don't know. That's why I asked you. This is really weird ability, and I'm not. It's kind of one of those like, it does a mechanical thing, and it's a cool theme for a gunslinger. <laughs> but okay, uh, so this it, is, makes, okay. it gives you one of those faces. You know those faces. Well, yeah. So what happens is because this, instead of Zadim Al Hadir, who is a pretty polished blacksmith. Oddly enough, um, Carl uh, Langbean is a farmer, and he's going to be rather poor, and so people don't really look at him. So I'm going to be rather drawn in, and uh, the grit, the the extra grit will help 
so that people just kind of pass their eyes over me really quick. Gonna As be- I walk, and I can scut, like I'll like kind of hunch a little bit, um, and kind of walk, and people will subconsciously pass their eyes over quicker. Just utterly unremarkable. Yeah. Like uh, unremarkable and forgettable, yeah. uh, which gives you that that uh that bonus, and it'll take you some amount of time. Uh, it's not like a pressing matter. It's not the bother rolling for it. Take a half hour or so to switch over to this newer disguise and prepare yourself to be the plainest you've ever been. And uh, then in mid-afternoon, you head out into Zimar to acquire some meals, some food for the party. Yeah. This would be about the time I'm on the docks, right? Probably, yeah. Yeah, so I'll go get some food real quick and then come back. I'm just really... Yeah, there are plenty well, of places. When, Go ahead. When Dara leaves, I'm going to look over at Inori. See Kahina's still here. Kind of debate something for a second and then just talk to Inori anyway. So you're really concerned about getting rid of Jareth for good. Concerned? More like set on I I guess I wasn't expecting them to be something that could keep coming back most of the people or things that I drop are gone forever it's kind of what I was hoping for well any human that's killed can come back as a spirit especially killed in some form of anger there's even those who believe that souls always get cycled through may take hundreds of years but someone will come back around but this is i mean he's an evil spirit it's the same entity you know it it, it just wouldn't feel like true justice unless i got rid of him i don't know it's i'm not sure what do we can even do Well, that's the other part of this. Do you have any idea the implications of what you're trying to do? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Uh, But do you? What do you mean? I... There's no... There's nothing else for me, like... I'm fully willing to do whatever it takes to get rid of this guy. Uh, there's no like half step to my way. It's it's what it needs to be done. It's all I think about, really. <laughs> so you're willing to tarnish your own soul to get rid of his soul. I guess if that's what it takes for justice, then yeah. Necromancy itself is not inherently evil creating undead is but messing with souls is an even further step beyond that regardless of your intentions I mean he's an evil spirit somebody would I would hope would maybe look at that as me doing the world a favor. But I could be wrong. 
I mean, I if you think about it, he's evil to you. He's not evil to others. So it's your basis that he's evil. Yeah, so I you're still dealing in a soul. I think I understand what Baylor is trying to ask you. If anybody knows about revenge, it's you. I mean, we're exactly. Busy. You, and you I'm understand. looking to kill a human, it's... not destroy his soul. But I can't kill a human. This guy is not a human. He's an entity, some evil spirit that can keep coming back and hurting other people. Like mm -hmm. I, I want to put an end to him somehow, some way. Is that, I mean, that is, that's ridiculous for me to want that? No, I don't think so. I'm just, Baylor was just asking you how far you're willing to go to accomplish your goals. And are you going to be the same person and be okay with who you are when you come out on the other side? Are I've you going to be able to live with yourself? Listen, I've, I've done the math a few times. And there's situations that I've calculated where... I don't survive, but as long as he's dead. You got your answer, Baylor. It is possible. There are things that can permanently trap or destroy a soul. What do you mean by trap? Like in prison for he's immortal though. Like, if I killed him, wouldn't he just dissipate somewhere and come back a hundred years from now or something? Not if he never escapes what he's trapped in. Huh. Well, if I... If killing his soul is kind of beyond us, I guess this would be the next big thing to completely destroy his entire organization, everything he knows, and then basically put him in a prison for all of eternity. That, that kind of sounds like justice to me. How do we do that? Eternity is beyond us. Well, I mean... <laughs> but... I may know of a way to do it long enough to get to someone who it isn't beyond. Wow. You know some pretty fancy people there, Baylor. I don't know these people yet, but I know of them. And I don't know the magic I would need yet, but of anywhere... This city we're in has the least stigma against necromancy. If we were going to find the knowledge, it would be here. And I know my dad wouldn't want me to throw my way, life away on this, but he's not really here to stop me. But if I can honor him, I guess, by instead of tarnishing myself, maybe capturing this guy... Maybe that's the way we should approach this. It's not a bad idea. How do we do it? I would need to get into the scrolls district. And I would need to find a scroll with the knowledge of this spell on it. 
And even then, the odds of success aren't great. We would have to kill Jareth. And as he died, I would need to try to capture his soul. Which has every chance in the world of failing. And then we'd have it for a while. And there are those in this city who I believe have methods of making it permanent. If we can convince them to do so. How long could we trap him for temporarily before it becomes permanent, though? Do you know? I could do it week and a half, maybe. And then I'm going to look down at my stuff. Just grab the extend rod that we got off of the Medusa. Maybe double that if I'm ready. I get in front of him again. I will kill him. You just be ready. And we'll trap him. I like it. That's if we can even find this information. We gotta... We, got, we have to. I have to do this. Whatever it takes to get in there, we'll get what we need. I have faith. <laughs> You're the strongest wizard I've ever encountered. I'm sure you can pull this off. Not that I doubt Baylor, And I honestly believe if he's talking to you about it now, he has a plan. But this is my question to you, Anori. Yeah. If we try this, if you kill him, Baylor does not succeed. Can you let it go? so that we can finish the mission. Can you put the good of everybody else in front of your own want for revenge? I don't see how I would even have a choice. Asking you this. I will help you get your revenge. You just have to be able to help me get mine. I'm loyal to the team. I understand that we, we there's more to this, but <laughs> I need this. You, you understand? Like, I need this to work. It's not, if it doesn't happen, I can't think like that. Well, we can try, and hopefully we'll succeed. I can give this every shot of success I can think of. You know... It doesn't match yours, but I also have a hatred for Jareth. Because of his allegiances? Just kind of nod. Like I said before, I was trying to tell Dara that with, when it comes down to evil, sometimes you just gotta put him down. Even if that means using evil yourself? Just not going to answer him. Well, if I'm trying to get into the Scrolls District tomorrow, I've got some things to prepare. Do you need me to come with you? I could help. 
Maybe they shouldn't, but... I mean, I'm willing uh, to do whatever you need. You as a merchant, and me as a baroness, might be the best pair to send. If you think you can disguise yourself well enough to get through. Okay. I think I could. I appreciate it, Baylor. I really do. I don't know what I was going to do, but having a plan is better than just throwing myself at him. I'm going to go sit in a corner. <laughs> Wait for food to show up. Yeah, and then uh, it wouldn't be too terribly long after that until Dara would come back because I know he's trying to minimize how long he's out in the town and there's plenty of places nearby here where you can get food that you can eat it's not even like terrible food or anything it's just basic but Dara would probably come back not terribly long after that conversation ended with enough food for everybody and uh, at that point as the afternoon is, is moving closer to evening, still none of you have seen or heard anything from Nell. We contact our... Uh, I don't know what how to call her if we have a good name. Um, Would you say it's been about four hours? Uh, not yet, but it'll be soon. You'll, uh, have finished up with the your doc investigation. Should we contact the... We may... Tell her what at this point? We may need one more person. <laughs> Do you think he's dead? He may be. I have not seen him. I don't think it's I mean... funny, but... Yeah, maybe. Took weeks for us to get here. I don't know that she'd be able to send someone in any amount of time that would be relevant. But we were a group, maybe with one person. I mean, if you there's could actually send him a message and see if he answers and tell him to get his ass back here. That's not a horrible idea. If he, if it, and we'll know pretty quick if he's alive or not, too. How long does, uh, how far uh, does the wand work? It works for other people, then, yes. Or does it? Is it linked to Z? No. Oh no, the it's it's just the spell. Oh okay. I can anyone I'm familiar with. I can. Gotcha. Message. Oh, that would work also. Then we could see. I mean, it has been lovely and quiet. Has it? I feel like we almost died today. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is nice. Everything's been relatively quiet except the screaming ghosts. Yeah. Sure. All right. Well, maybe we should send him a message. He doesn't show up by late tonight. I'll do it. So... As the afternoon does turn into evening, and you can see through whatever windows this place has, the light level dropping, 
as the sun descends towards the horizon, Nell would finish up his investigation down at the docks. And do what? Time for the final part of my plan for the day. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> you didn't think it was over, did you? No. No. So I'm I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to uh, pretty pretty simple and easy. Just get some get some ale for everyone and some food for dinner, and then probably thirty minutes after I left the docks, just. Right as the sun is setting and the light's starting to go down outside, and Baylor is like, "All right, maybe we use the wand." You hear a knock at the door. Check first. <laughs> Darn! Take out your crossbow. If it's not him, shoot it. If it is him, shoot it. <laughs> All right, then. Have it comes over there. Once again, I don't know if I want this to be you or not. <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless of what you want, you open the door and it is, in fact, Mel Stalwart. Shoot it! <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm just going to hold out. I love the complete out. lack of worry. Yeah, I'm just going to hold out a bag. Who, who opened the door? Hello. I'm going to hold out a bag to Baylor saying this is fresh food and drinks for everyone this time. I'm going to say we shaved you some too and point to the translucent glob <laughs> monster that we killed. I love to see that from the doorway. It's like in the, it's the building is not a room with a pool in it. You have to get into the like the, uh, the bats you've been using. I'm going to gesture that way. Uh, fair, and then he will see it when he gets there. What in the hell is this thing? Dead. So It's called dead. Well, it is dead. Fair. All right. I'll take it. Um, so I made a friend today. And I learned a couple things. And, of course, I will relay the information of our possible ways back into the city, as well as that I am making friendly contact with the owner of the entire structure of the bathhouse, so it might be a very good way back in if we need it. All right. Well, we still need you also here. Uh, we, I will relay, I will relay what we ran into about the, the ghosts, yeah, the uh, the and crypt of spooky paladins, yeah. For apparently, us humans on the other side that didn't get attacked. So, a voice at least. We don't know that was a human. <laughs> Do you just assume their species, Mister Shaw? I did. I assume <laughs> their species. Ghosts. More ghosts. Well, I definitely don't know what to say about that, except for crap. How do we get around that? You could start with, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what? Abandoning the team. I didn't. I was doing something useful. My eyes just start flickering as I stare. <laughs> and you could have contacted me at any point today. I'm going to take some food and just put it do in the Do you remember 
how many hundreds of gold we spent when we had to buy a sending scroll to contact Martella. No. Actually, I don't. Just because we have more access to the spell now doesn't mean it is not a resource that is costly. I thought that you can cast it. Like, it's without needing the... Every time I cast an unnecessary spell because you just wander off instead of checking in with us is a spell I don't have for later that day. Worse, if I've already had to use it that day, it's a charge off the wand that we don't have later ever. Fair. I suppose I wasn't thinking about it like that. I thought it would be simpler to use. I as will... much as it may seem hypocritical of me, it's usually simpler to do things without magic. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely the first time you've said that to me. I will take it as that spell is very important, and at the very least, I will make sure to check in in the morning if I am not here that night. That w It will get troublesome if we're the only ones that come in and out of this specific structure, so it might be better if we were to find possibly alternate routes out. We trained before, and you were telling me about how your fighting style involves you having an obligation to protect somebody and when you fight, like your style. Yes. Who's, your who's your obligation right now? That would be you. I almost died today. Well, actually, currently, that would be nobody, because I wasn't around you guys this morning. Okay. Mechanics yeah, no, mechanically, I'm just... You're not the obligation. You the, mechanically, the Pathfinder mechanics. Currently, I have no obligation. Well, it's clear that you have no obligation. I do not know if you understand how teamwork functions. We are a team. For how strong we are, we are only as weak without an essential part of our team. We cannot do anything. We are stuck here. And we cannot do anything. Well, from my understanding of today, I wouldn't have been able to help this at all. The ghosts are just as effective against any of us. My armor means nothing. So five versus three is not better than four versus three. I would agree under normal circumstances, but when it comes to the any type of specter, I've never been helpful. I feel like I don't understand why we have you then. You are part of our team, and if you cannot contribute, I do not know why you're here. I'm here for more than just hitting things and being hit. I did try to contribute today. I just did not do it in the proper fashion, and I should have checked in. I should have been more aware of everyone else than I was, and I apologize for that. Well, I accept your apology, and I would like you to be part of our team. We just need you to be here. My speech, cat. Throw a roll at Nori. What was Dara's rank in the military? Was it captain? Because then 
<laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> no, I was a lowly soldier. He may have the best, but like, I don't think he ever even rose to like leading a squad. He was like, no, like I was private just, first yeah. class is top of no, his aspirations. I'm just maybe. saying he just rose to our captain, okay? No, yeah, I, I, I know, know, it was I know. a compliment. Yeah. Team aware. captain. Team captain. Oh, captain, my captain. I still stand that, by the okay. statement, though, that I'm not going to be much use against those ghosts. Okay. I would appreciate you there, though. I feel like you would be much use against the ghosts. You'd scare them. They'd be scared of you now. I don't. I don't think I can scare ghosts. Why not? I don't. Kena tried. It didn't work very well. Well, maybe they aren't afraid of Kena. <laughs> like from past experiences, I think I'm aware that undead are not afraid of me. I okay. love that the two Turbo Intimidators in the party are both rainbow-colored shelenites, by the way. Like, <laughs> I am a six-foot... We got the a pair of the scariest three? peacocks that exist me, in here. Which leads me to my next thing. So, they worship Saren Ray. Maybe it's time to rethink what's painted on your breastplate. Nothing is currently painted on anything Yeah, he I did, he did yeah, clean all that off. Yeah, yeah, he took it out. So maybe we ought to... Since it's you're going to be painting for uh, the king anyway, for his it, majesty. It would be possible to get a symbol of Saren Ray and decorate my shield with it. I do not feel that the our appeal to their Saren Ray did much to persuade them. Yeah, but yeah, got I you about six seconds very... of leeway. <laughs> An actual holy symbol might actually do more. Yeah, like literally have a holy symbol on my shield with a decoration around it. That might help. That might work. Maybe? I did but not we still need to paint for the king and everything else, so we need to go shopping. Not a king. Like, is he, is he really? He's the king of filth. He is the king of filth. Just because I mean, it intrudes the... upon your territory. <laughs> oh, king of the poop box. Is marble considered a precious stone? Uh, probably. I mean, precious stones, I think, is literally like gemstones and things. But I would say, for what? For the painting of your 3D paints purpose? Yeah, for like making a sculpture. Because it's, it's not like... I'm going to say you can't make a marble sculpture. I think marble would be too rich for those the 3D paints to be able to replicate. I would end up what would like you like cut the line at? Or something. Well, I don't know. It's it, it's Because looking at it, it can produce... It, it, it explicitly cannot produce things that are actually valuable. Uh, and marble itself is a valuable enough, uh, rare enough stone that that's something it would it would impression like it's really anything above like uh, basic anything you want to paint in metal is gonna be like iron or copper anything you want to paint in stone is gonna be like limestone like i mean granite maybe i would let you get away with but uh i mean it's, granite's it, just generic stone so yeah it, it, it's expressly not valuable looking or any kind of wealthy material a rich material. You could do something like quartz, which doesn't have a whole quartz? lot of inherent yeah. value, yeah. but yeah, it looks you can nice. do quartz. You can absolutely paint quartz with it. Can I control the opacity? The the opacity? Like if I was to paint something in a more like whited, would it turn I, into smoky? I, 
it's it's magical paint that mostly works off of what you want it to do, so I don't see why not. I mean, I mean uh, like probably to a degree. Yeah, because you could you, you could paint literal windows with it out of clear glass, so I don't see why you. Uh... Okay, just you, for I the mean, purpose like, of decoration, it'd be nice to be able to like add purposeful defects into the stone. Sure. Yeah, you could definitely do that. You can make it look real pretty. That's exactly what it's for. You just can't make it out of actual rich materials. Exactly. So what we could do is we could be some sort of a mix. So you could paint something like that. We could decorate it with actual gemstones and rich fabrics, which would give him exactly what he wants. Hell, why don't I just make it out of glass? Could just make a solid glass statue, yeah. Like, if we're just going for visual appeal and then decorating it to be expensively nice, like, glass is a perfectly fine medium. It's okay. gonna get color covered in poo anyway, it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, carrying into a sewer, <laughs> carrying it through the sewer for an hour. thing I've been carrying around with me for, well, for quite a while now. <laughs> that trophy I won for the jousting tournament's pretty shiny, you think you'll like that? <laughs> I don't think you still have that! <laughs> of course I do! I was also that thinking. I, I mean, totally annihilated Titus. You did kind of tick him off, so maybe offering that and humbling yourself might actually go a lot further than you think. When have you seen me humble myself to anybody, Kahina? Yeah, but when you thought you were gonna die, it looked like. You know, that's true. If straight <laughs> monetary value is what the large creature seeks. Perhaps, and I'll pull the god spear out. God spike. Perhaps this would be a suitable offer. Put that back in its holster and never do that again. That is a powerful <laughs> weapon. No. We gave him a holy crown. That's all the holy when, he's getting. When from we us. have killed every Rakshasha within 100 miles of here, <laughs> you are allowed to put that away. <laughs> Well, I do not know whether he knows value per se. He wants grand things, and what he thinks is value may be more important. Fair. What he said. But he's also not stupid, so... Well, we can make it look really good. I mean, Nell is a professional. It's true. He spent like three months creating a porn magazine, so I mean... How bad could he be? Like, I spent like four <laughs> days. What happened to that, by the way? The king of filth would appreciate I'm that. just gonna <laughs> hand the magazine over to Anori. <laughs> He's right. the king of filth. If anyone's gonna appreciate <laughs> it... You're not wrong. I don't... I don't think that's gonna work. <laughs> Have you tried? <laughs> you on the nose? <laughs> hey, Gilreesh. If you're off from the porn, I don't. No, I don't think that golden comedy is what we're looking for here. Just, 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 just. If you're going to offer him that, just make sure I'm not there, because he is calling me the pretty one, and his well, tentacles have been really close. So I mean, offer him that when you're standing there, not me. If the tentacles get a little too touchy, could we not just fire blast the entire room and be done with the the whole thing? Do you have any idea what that is going to smell like? <laughs> no, because I've never smelled it before. <laughs> and you should remain not smelling it. 
light the sewer cistern on fire. What could go wrong? The entire city explodes from the underside in and collapses on itself. Hey! We solved the city! Congratulations! <laughs> I mean, can we light this on fire, guys? What if we just blow up all of Zemard and none of this is problems anymore? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I, I, I mean, gets the crown by default. This is one of those situations where the fireball can be big enough to solve the issue. You just have to blow up the entire city. <laughs> How good is this porn, by the way? <laughs> that is like... Well, okay, so the artistry checks that Nell made, let's put a scale here. Uh, it is it is hand drawn, mm -hmm. but uh, hand drawn and did you color? Is it color? Did you color this? Yeah, painted. Hand painted, but uh, yeah, I spent eight uh, hours a, scale, a day for a week. By the scale of the Pathfinder superhero oh. scale, he has put yeah like 30, 40 hours into this thing, wow. uh, and any peasant could get lucky once and roll a twenty, uh, and with no modifier on something, getting a result of like a twenty-five is basically the peak of what can actually be mirrored in reality by human skill. He put a couple of 30s in there. So, uh... Yeah, none of my checks were below 24, I don't believe. This it's, is the Kama Sutra. It's... <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty high quality. Calistria could learn a thing or two. Exactly, uh... there you go. <laughs> I'll hand back his porn then. Not bad. That's going right back into wherever I keep it in its own special pocket so it doesn't get I would get like hurt. to continue my perpetual defense to Paizo by saying, you put a porn magazine as loot in the armory. You did. Di I didn't do this. You you did this. This is a thing that exists in your adventure path. Moving on. <laughs> so, before the evening ends, I am going to dig into my bag of plot convenience. I forgot it. It's been a minute since we've met the bag of plot convenience. It, it, I haven't really needed it. All right. Well, what's we've, convenient we've, today? Uh, for tomorrow, I am going to pull out a fairly decent-sized ruby worth 200 gold. Fair enough. You just had this. I, you yes. were inspired by the Lang ruby and wanted an actual one because it was pretty neat. Well, you figured that could be useful. Well, I, I have the... Uh, arcane discovery that I can replace any material component for a spell with gems of the same value. Oh, that, that plot bag is truly convenient. Wow. Is there a but yeah, is it, it makes 100% sense that I would have this lying around. Fair enough. Oh, the bag doesn't even have to make sense. Yeah, no, it doesn't. The bag has the bag is beyond logic. It's only ba like none of us have thirty nine int or whatever Baylor is at at this point. None of us can see the code like Baylor does. What like understanding what's gonna happen days before it does weeks even? This just represents somehow being on Baylor's level. And then I am also going to take some paper and write up a formal request addressed to Basilia to look for this specific scroll I am looking to looking to buy so that just another level of I'm not using this scroll someone asked me to look for it while I was here okay, call me linguistics 
that's that's what i was hoping you'd say well that's the highest of written use of that skill so i mean it'd be weird if i didn't Fillers preparing his entire political career to forge useful documents. So a 31. 31. All right. It's pretty, that document's good enough to fool the CIA. That's a pretty solid poetry. <laughs> yeah. that, uh, without, like, magical inspection, that will pass basically any, any uh, inspection. So while... Not that I'm explaining this to the two who aren't here for it, <laughs> but while we are looking for this dubious scroll, I can show, yes, I've been asked by one of my colleagues to look for this while I was in the city. Is there anything else we, uh, now that we all finally as a party are back together here in the abandoned pool house, is there anything else we're interested in right now? Or... Do we get an evening's rest after a day of a whole lot? Well, the plan's not over quite yet. What's up, Mel? Yes, so, it is. You said this was the last part of your plan. Yeah, yeah this earlier. is the last part. So, no, so, that was uh, the last part of your plan. We're showing back up. Your plan's over. I'm going to invite anyone who wants to come to go to the bathhouse tomorrow to try to help me with making a like super useful contact. Should we not uh, go into the crypt? Or, oh no, I guess since we are going to find that scroll. Yeah, early on, I need to go to the scrolls district, and I believe Inori wanted to come with me. And then when we can prepare, I think we should head back to the crypt. We have at least a half a day tomorrow of nothing really happening. Well, you gotta... Tamina, would you like to Also, go? I am never going to any bathhouse except this one. Yeah, because that's, <laughs> that's going to raise a lot of awkward questions. Yes. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> what do we have here? <laughs> wow. Unforeseen difficulties with disguising as <laughs> the other gender. <laughs> oh no, you're fully disguised. It's just if someone looks over, they're going to ask some questions. Anyway, I do not think that my character would fit in, but Kahina, I might. Oh, you have the other one, don't you? I do, but then I would have to redisguise. Well, you have to redisguise like, it's the morning, next day. regardless. Yeah, it doesn't last. Like, you don't have this eternal disguise on. You basically you keep reapplying it each morning or whenever you want to go out. Uh, and we're not going at the same time together, so I don't think it's a terrible risk for us to all be in the same location. All right. Do you have any problem with that, Karina? Sorry, I have the hiccup. <laughs> oh. Just over oh, in the no. corner. Just... <laughs> I thought too much. Too, too, too much. I well, am well, sorry. Too much spicy food. I should have been thinking. Well, well first Dara brought food, and then Nell brought more yeah, food. Yeah. So we've just all overeaten by this point. Yeah, it's been entirely That's too much. It's that's uh, exactly yeah. what it is. Everyone's getting real, real overstuffed. <laughs> well, with these uh, plans somewhat laid, you rest for the evening here together for once. Nope. I'm still going back to my hotel. I'll be back in the morning this time. I'm not giving up on maintaining the uh, the thing. Or we could meet you at the bathhouse. That too. Okay. 
Well, you're gonna go back to your end. The other four are gonna stay here in the uh, the abandoned bathhouse and uh, rest for the evening. So you rest, you wake the next morning, a nice, fairly cool Sunday. And as you do your preparations for the day, uh, it's actually quite uh, relatively chilly this evening. Uh, there's no real breeze or rain to speak of. It's just getting later in the year. Like Valor said at the start of the session, this campaign's gone on for like six months in game. It's starting to cool off now. It's starting to get down to like the mid-low 60s during the days and maybe the 40s at night. So it's just... It's just time is moving on. And you all wake in and get ready. Uh, put on your disguises for the morning. So and with my preparations. With your preparations. So then this. I never thought I would use this this way. Going to cast visualization of the mind. For charisma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's not a thing that I ever figured Baylor was going to do, no? So I need you... all the help I can get getting into the Scrolls District. Fair enough. So you get a plus five on all charisma checks for the day. And that one time uh, buff if you, if you need it for for some reason, but a plus five on your Christmas skills, and there goes the 200 gold ruby that you were carrying around for exactly this reason, because you know your disguises are going to be super important in ZMR. You can talk your way into places. So, Nell, Kahina, are we going to the bathhouse? Yeah, yeah, we probably would have discussed a time to meet up. Yeah, just the two of you, though? Yeah, I don't know if yeah, I should go out. I don't have any escape method. <laughs> Run really fast. Uh, really fast and then not straight line because they're streets. Baylor is going to put on his disguise and he is going to spend the afternoon trying to get into the Scrolls District to try and find this paper he needs. And uh, so Nori and Dara, what are you guys doing? I am you coming gonna, with me, Nori. I am going with Mr. Baylor, but. As I'm prepping in the morning, I'm uh, going to apologize to CRN one more time because <laughs> I'm going to put him on my arm. And if you have a horrible sucking noise, that would be the time. Probably get everybody's attention as he shrinks up and slides. Mm. Closest I can do to a horrible sucking noise is I can give you one of these. Ooh, that's good enough. As it just melds with the flesh oh. of your forearm. Ironscape's got everything. I got, I got, I always got something. <laughs> Ew. What about you, Dara? Are you just going to be waiting? Yeah, probably. I have no problem waiting. I'm yeah. a patient guy. I mean, you somebody can... needs to stay in the bathhouse because Make sure no gotta unlock the doors. Show up again. <laughs> yeah, I'll stay here. So we'll start with the uh, the first wing of this adventure here. We'll start with Anori and Baylor heading into town, trying to get some stuff done. So you are for the first time going to try to get into the southern section of Zemar. 
You're going to try to make your way into the inner walls, into the Scrolls District and the Golden District. Now, none of you had uh, gone in here before, and you probably, other than Nell going to the baths one time, no one's even really come very close. You've had no reason to, and it's just more risky. But even from outside, as you approach uh, the gates here, I imagine the northern gates where there's the most traffic, so the least likely that uh, you will personally be stopped and questioned. You can already see the marble columned houses and halls inside under the looming shadow of Abadar's pillar right outside the walls. There are a pair of guards on each side of this entry gatehouse uh, that leads into inner Zemar here into the rich part of town where they don't want to let the peasants and the plebeians and as people are coming through they do seem to be doing cursory paper checks uh, it looks a lot quicker and a lot more mundane than what they were doing at the gatehouse to get into Zemar in the first place this is much less of a process this is more like to flash the ID head on in and as the pair of you approach why don't you both give me a disguise check? Okay. I am re-rolling mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I saw two come up on the die. Then immediately, nope, 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 hold on. Oh, another two on a die. I am also re-rolling mine. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. That looked uh, a lot better. That's not bad. Was that Baylor, the green one? What'd you get? Yeah, I got a 33. Okay, well, 33. <laughs> uh, Nori also pulling out her session reroll here. Uh, that also looks much better. This is a 25. With a 25. So I will take both of those perception or both those disguise checks, and I will take this villain point from Hoylet in the chat. Thank you very much, my friend. You animal. <laughs> I will take that as well. Let me write that down. Appreciate it. Uh, the two of you approach this gate with your paperwork in hand, and Basilia and Cadonia, the Baroness and the Merchant. Both quickly raise the book list to the guards who look at it and wave you through. Well, there's step one. Yeah. <laughs> Just I, sort of meandering with him. Yeah, now that you're inside, you, you can see this area as uh, much like what you'd studied back at the Kithrodian Academy. Uh, it's administrative buildings, it's government offices. But it's also archives and libraries, uh, magical schools, wizards' colleges in here. It is a large city. It's one of the more major cities in Taldor, and most of its amenities, uh, as far as well, intellectual kind of amenities go, are clustered here in the Scrolls District. What now, exactly is the name of what we're looking for here, Baylor? I, would I know exactly the name of a third level spell? Uh, I mean, probably. You're a 10th level wizard with a ridiculous spellcraft score and knowledge arcana. 
And also, I cast a lot of necromancy. You do a lot of necromancy. You may or may not be necromancy. He's dabbled. Uh, So, yeah, I would say if it's a third level spell that's not for some reason you wouldn't, then you would. Okay, because I, like, on the piece of paper, I would have had, like, more of a description of what it was looking for, not, like, a straight name of a spell, but... I imagine I can... that the uh, because of the specificity involved in spellcasting and how difficult it is to create functional spells to weave magic in different ways, I, I, I always imagine that the concept of the spell list does actually exist in Galarian. Like, these are the spells. I mean, they maybe not be literally first and second level, but, like, the general difficulty of how hard they are to master... Like, the spell Fireball that is called Fireball that is the same way. Because you can use Spellcraft Tech to identify it, so you're clearly casting exactly the same spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, I figured a spell list is a thing that exists that you can know about. So, you could even know the name of the spell. That's not... I don't think that's metagaming anyway. I think that's, like, you're a it's wizard. like an encyclopedia yeah. of magics. Exactly. You're, like, you're a wizard. You studied for decades. Like, it's a thing you would be aware of. I get the weekly newspaper... It's got I all mean, the hot new spells. <laughs> yeah, Wizards Daily. I love that one too. In character, isn't there a list of magical items? I'm a little weirder on that one. Not positive. Like, not like there all are definitely magical the specific, items. Yeah, there are like the, 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 the specific magical items that certainly exist. Exactly. Uh, specific those, magic like, items. Yeah, and I mean, like specific iron stones and whatnot. Obviously, that'd be a list that you could look up. Like, you'd know that these are specific things that do X and Y. So yeah. Well, this particular spell is create soul gem. Hmm. I'm gonna assume it does exactly what it sounds like it does. What, what does it sound like it do? It sounds it's, like we're playing Oblivion. It sounds <laughs> like Skyrim. you uh you put a soul in a gem. It sounds like the title kind of covers the whole thing. Don't read the school descriptors. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm reading the school descriptors. I'm only kind of judging you at this point. All right. Hey, I was that. very upfront with Inori about that fact. <laughs> yeah, so it's called... Are you going to explain it to Inori? I, I mean, would she... I, I told her, like, the basics of... I can trap the soul for about a week and a half more if I can extend it. Mm-hmm. If she would ask more, I could indulge a little more. But I, w- I would definitely want to know more. I mean, she is a nerd at heart, too. Well, I wouldn't be saying it too loudly walking casually <laughs> through the scrolls district. No, <laughs> talking very casually. We'll keep this on the down as much as we can. Yeah. So we'll be looking for this scroll. There's another I want to see if I can find. And we'd need the focus for the soul, the, the, the scroll to trap the soul. What's the focus? It's a crystal lens. Okay. If any place is going to have it, this place might. Jeez. Stuff everywhere. Well, the the lens, even outside of this district, we could look for at least. 
Okay. But the scroll would not be anywhere but here, I don't see. Probably not, no. There are several libraries and uh, relinquiries of arcane and other magical knowledge here in the Scrolls District. It's it's quite literally called the Scrolls District. So uh, there would be a couple of places that you could look. And this is, I feel like, more Inori here, even if Baylor may be the one actually casting the spell and figuring out the specifics. Inori... Roll me a d100. A <laughs> chance to redeem yourself here for the tube worm. Well, I guess he redeemed himself by murdering the hell out of the tube worm. So that one's... Redeem your roll. Dame. No, that redeem is... it. Not do the same one. <laughs> that was the one from before. Do it again. Uh, How did you roll an 11 twice? I don't know. I clearly, the, the site is glitching. And yeah, maybe... that looks like that's the clear. That, like that was the previous yeah, roll. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah. It's to roll it, it just showed the same roll again. That's super strange. It's very so, strange. Yeah, try and roll it again and see if it uh, yeah, see if it fixes see if that. It, if the website that, that weird site hiccup. That's a little bit better. It's a forty-three. The forty-three. It would not be particularly easy to locate this scroll but also not impossible you could find his shop mm, I like to use the word specialized in necromancy <laughs> let's go with esoteric more esoteric magics that would hold uh, that would possess such a scroll slightly for, seedier place for research purposes yes yes that's 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 course, what the note to, uh, says exactly yeah, to, to learn. i get my feet dirty from time to time i'm used to these sort of things well it's but not it's not gonna be like a a backdoor deal or anything the scrolls district is pretty restricted uh you've been living most of your time in the in adobe where there's not a guard to be seen there's guards patrolling every corner in the scrolls district uh there are a an omnipresent thing, and their, their armor constantly polished, their Zemaran heraldry prominently displayed, and a golden sigil attached to their uh, to their breast. There's a lot here, uh, so there's not really seedy establishments that are allowed to operate. There are perfectly legitimate establishments that sometimes have some additional dealings above and beyond what would be immediately obvious uh, at first glance in the store. And this unassuming antique shop with a middle-aged man with slick back raven hair claims to have the scroll that you need. With a baroness showing up with a formal request for someone she knows to acquire it. He's not going to ask for reasons. He's not going to ask any more specifics as to why. But he will sell you a copy of that scroll of market price. Which is the page I didn't have open. So I'm sure we have enough for it, but I'll... I am positive there is enough <laughs> money in your combined bag to buy a third level scroll. Yeah. 375. 375. Yeah. And while we're in the area... 
well, does 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 this particular peddler of goods happen to also have a crystal lens worth about five hundred gold? Uh, I would say, if not here, uh, there are plenty of other antiquity and jeweler uh, shops where you could acquire a spectacular quality crystal lens. It doesn't have to be magical; it just has to be very Expensive. fine. Yes. So, yeah, definitely. And five hundred gold, you could get that as well. Scrolls District is absolutely the kind of place to find that sort of stuff. And then there's also a second level scroll I'm looking for. It worries me when you don't just lead with, I want to buy a scroll of blank. I want it's the one know. I was talking to you about before the session started. <laughs> Splinter Spell Resistance. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, okay. That one, uh, that one you can also find. All right. I now understand what you want to do with that. Well, get rid of spell resistance. <laughs> no, you want the splinter spell resistance. It's not maybe you get rid of it, but I mean, if you got rid of it, you probably didn't need that spell in the first place, and it was like I mean, I wasted. want to get rid of a set amount of it. Yeah. And that amount is things. five. All right. <laughs> so yeah, you can you can acquire that skull as well. Uh, there's quite a wealth of knowledge and uh, arcane magic and scrolls and spell books, even in magical items like wands and staves. Uh, available in the scrolls district to anyone who gets in now for all of these dealings every time that you uh purchase something especially in, in, in these magical shops it's, it's fairly regulated in, in zimar it is written down and you hand over your papers like you're trying to buy alcohol in america uh it's recorded so in two shops, one for the lens and one for the pair of scrolls. The Baroness's name will be logged and they will check your papers. You already made your disguise checks and you're fine on those, but it will be logged that you bought these. There's a paper trail. Here's a paper trail. I think we're good. I've got what I came for. I ain't got a lot of money. I, I think we should just get out of here. Just, the longer we're here, the riskier it is. And I've got some writing to do. Well, I suppose thus ends Baylor and Inori's adventures to buy some weird scrolls. Well, Does one, it? I hope. <laughs> you would make your way out of the scrolls district with uh, with your disguise checks. You'd make your way out of there with, with no further issues. You, you passed the uh, the wall there. You got you got good disguises today. The thirty three and a twenty five. You're all right. It's just, man, the problem of the logging is an issue for future Inori and Baylor, perhaps. <laughs> we'll, deal, we'll deal with that right now. So, that brings us well. to Nell and Kahina down the bathhouse. So, what, you're largely just going to try to continue talking to Lord Garricus if you can, trying to... Endear yeah, pretty yourself much. to the man running the bathhouse. Yep, I had such a fantastic experience the previous day. I'd like to come back, thank him for his establishment again, and woo him over with more words. That is a relatively fantastic experience, really. I mean, even just hanging out there is going to be a great time for Kahina, as worried as she may be about discovery. It is fully enjoyable. Uh, so, now this is your plan. Why don't you go ahead and roll me the D100? All right. I will just get the, uh, I'm a fan of the random luck die. It makes me happy. 
pretty average. Yeah, 55. 55. I would say that on this particular Sunday, Garricus would stop in briefly, but he wouldn't be staying terribly long as he needs to head to the Golden Temple in the center of the Golden District for the week's worship and services. But you would be able to meet with him pretty briefly. Uh, you would be able to once again thank him. But it's not going to be a significant enough experience for you to really make any more progress towards his uh, disposition, largely. I think I think the plan might have changed. What has the plan changed to? He's going to church. I think this might be an opportunity to go learn a little bit about Abadar. Well, he's going to church in... Well, okay. I mean, that's that's wholly possible. That's the thing we can definitely do. But I just want to remind you real quick that he is going to church. The big one right here. Yeah, here. In the center of the Golden District. In the heart of Zemar's richest area. I mean, I'm going to, after just spending a few minutes talking with him, and then he's on his way, immediately go find Kahina and just say, should we uh, go to church? Uh don't know if that's the best idea, but if it's the only one we've got, I wouldn't mind trying to get into the gold district to look around for a patron. Alright, I'll go in. Yeah, I'm going to church. Alright, so the singer and the knights are going to head the same direction. No. Baylor and Ori had gone. I mean, well, yes. same direction, not together. Yeah. So, like, into the area. So... I will very purposely make sure to go to a different gate completely. Lara, from, literally from two. You have two options. Actually... There's the one right I'm next to the bathhouse, and I'll cut around the side. Yeah, I'll when, go all the way around. Because before we leave, when did you say the circus? Is the circus here? Uh, I assume from the details I was given, obviously it's been a week, I don't remember, but I could say when it was going to be here. Uh, it would be near the entrance next of wheel day? town. Yeah, next uh, next wheel day. And it's going to be actually near the bads. Like across the street from that, in the Pike District, there's an assortment of parks. And they're going to be setting up there, right across the street from the bats of Diaclitus. Oh, okay. All right. That's fine. It's not here yet. So, no, yeah, I guess that's I'm next going, wheel. You got uh, three more tricks. days, I think, till that shows up. So, All I guess right. we're going to church. Well, Nell is going to be the Fish. first to walk into the Scrolls District, so give me your disguise check, comrade. And I am using my plus eight from unnatural luck that I have. Oh, you have so, an unnaturally lucky disguise? Yeah. Doesn't, <laughs> that is, in fact, unnaturally lucky. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he's pretty unnaturally lucky. All right, fair enough. So oh, that's a 36. 36 from now as you walk in. Oh, they're just riding through the gate, papers, and they wave you through. <laughs> Probably just like that. So, 20. Kina with a 20. And you're just how is Nell so freaking good at this? Why does this keep happening? <laughs> Kina with a 20. Uh, walking through the gate with this is just quick glance at the papers and you your way through as well. No no issues. Mm -hmm. And the two of you head up independently 
into the Golden District and up towards the enormous House of Gold, as it's called. Uh, the Golden District here is bordering on Silly. I've mentioned the gilded streetlights, the sculpted gardens, literal opulent palaces around the sides of the main road and these large central parks that occupy the middle of the Golden District. It's... it's absurd. The... the only things in here that are really traded or bought and sold are luxuries. Uh, we're talking gold, jewelry, silk and spices. There's no general store for the peasants to go buy paper and bread at. They have peasants to go do that in the peasant districts. This is a ridiculously clear division of wealth from the Adobe district where the abandoned pump house is. And as you make your way inside and up to the house of gold, you can see the lush, multicolored, beautiful gardens leading up to the temple's main walkway. A huge open-air pillared hall kind of like the connecting area between the two halves of the Senate house uh, back in Apara very similar and they have an assortment of services that are being given on this particular Sunday on the day of worship there is a preacher out near the steps leading up to the hall itself uh, preaching the most basic of Abadar's litanies, uh, blessing those who would walk past and just spreading the word of Abadar to the shifting crowd of those who wish to at least pay some service to the god of coin but don't have enough time in their busy, super important days to head into a proper service. Uh, Could other... I have gone to church with my new friendly acquaintance? Uh, would you have asked him and said we are all also going that way before he left well i mean i'm just i'm thinking about it because i want to talk to him that's my whole point of being there so could i have just asked him to go to church with him since i know him and then as a as like a side note before we left gone to kakina and said yeah we gotta we gotta go uh lord garricus would tell you i do very much appreciate the offer lord stalwart but Sunday and the worship services. It's time for, for Sir Bakar, sorry. Uh, Sunday and these... Uh, You've been found out. These, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the is up! Sunday right. and these, uh, these worship services are a time for family. Uh, and, and one I would be spending with my wife and our children. But I do look forward to seeing you in the baths uh, anytime you do stop by. It has truly been a pleasure speaking with you. Same to you. That's rare um, I get yeah, to say yeah. such a thing, and in all truth, other than just playing the, the lip service to the customer. I do appreciate that. That is a very well-taken compliment. Thank you. And you would you would go your separate ways. So now we're back to where we were. Yeah, back to the mm. square one here. So as you, uh, as you do head in, if you're going in, uh, in proper, then you would make your way into a massive building. This hall is enormous. Uh, and the main hall leading into the main atrium, huge circular chamber in the center of the House of Gold, forks off in all kinds of different services. Uh, they have clerics available uh, for 
basic uh, spellcasting services as much as they can provide to the city of Zemar. Uh, they also have a bunch of golden armored, uh, what appear to be paladins or knights, uh, the golden templars with their own insignia who work in offices in the back corner of the House of Gold. There is a huge wing for worship that dominates most of the back of the enormous building, and that is where most people that are coming in are heading. I believe that's where I will be heading as well. Mm-hmm. Anywhere where there's music, too. That's where Kahina... That's where I would head. Well... There wouldn't There's be much for music for going on, I don't think. Uh, Abaddon. Well, Abaddon? it's it's Abaddon? the Golden District. There's going to be music oh, somewhere. Oh, you, you're not going into the church with him? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I'm, no, okay. no, no yeah, just... then definitely. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Golden District would. He's looking for a sugar daddy. Yeah, I'm would... looking for a sugar daddy. He yeah, can we, go to we're church. going to the same district for different reasons. Uh, the Golden District would certainly have entertainment and it would have like concert halls uh, where incredibly skilled performers travel from not only all around Taldor, but all around the entire inner sea region uh, to be hired to perform here. So absolutely, you could you could track down a source of music. That's no difficulty whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, Nell slash Zenobius, you would be able to sit in on the richer part of the city's mass session of worship and I don't know if Nell would ever have been to an actual proper Abadaran church for just religion reasons before. Probably but, when he was a kid, taken by his parents. Yeah, but that's, that's actually it. entirely a noble care. I'm sure you did when you were a child. So in case you I, I know the ins and outs of the basics. Yeah, your tenets of Abadar's faith, they're, they're going to be reformed for you, but an Abadaran service is a fairly simple and quiet one. Uh, it is long sermons and platitudes given to a near silent audience. It's a very different experience from the Twilight's Children cult or anything like that, or any Shelanite churches, which would be Sounds almost- Sounds like your standard a, Christian worship. Yeah, kinda, kinda. It's very business-like. It's very by the book. It's very about refreshing the tenets, uh, paying proper literal tithing, uh, as clerics would come up the aisles with gilded bowls. Uh, to receive coin from all the whatever could be offered from all those who had visited. And deferring and reliance to nobility and government and the advancement of civilization. It's not it's not fun at all. It's <laughs> I'm not here to have fun. I'm here yeah. to experience and see. Well you will experience and see. And you How not fun it is. Probably yeah. manage to stay awake for the entire time. Uh, the sermon is largely given once again by the man that you had seen in the, in the square earlier, uh, Chief Enumerator Dracht, who is... Oh, good God. Uh, here with the smuggest token of all time. <laughs> I love slash hate his token. Can uh, he not just be smugamous? To give most of the, uh, most of the sermon if personally. If him and, and Zenobius have a smug off, it, people might die from the, co- the collateral damage. <laughs> I, I'm absolutely going to try and talk to him if I ever get the chance. Well, that's probably not going to be now because Sunday yeah, no, during but... the big worship is going to be the, the most busy the Archbaker is at any point during the week. This is yeah. the time he takes out of his week 
to come give the main sermon in the House of Gold on Sundays. Maybe so, some other day. Uh, Kahina slash Argentia, you're going to head into, let's say, a playhouse somewhere where you hear music coming forth and you think this is a fantastic opportunity for me. And you head inside to... Scan the crowd and see if maybe there's any older, lonely gentlemen or ladies. Don't care which. Enjoy the play picky. by themselves who might need some company. Okay. So you're looking around just trying to do... This is called hunting for a sugar daddy. You, you really can, yeah. Or sugar mommy. Uh, uh, sugar, <laughs> non-specific. <laughs> hunting for <Guardian>. sugar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you're looking for extravagantly wealthy in here. You're looking for... Yeah. That's everywhere. Yeah, well, even the gold. Yeah. There's like there's just gonna be a bunch of people. Either, we're looking either for old and old and lonely or young and dumb. Okay. Okay. Which why don't you give me your D one hundred here and we'll see which of these perhaps we end which, up at. If I find mm. if I find grandpa or if I find yeah, okay. Here comes the hard one on the D one hundred. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that happen I yet. I am the I am the one. I don't think we've actually seen that happen yet. Anyway, we haven't. Eleven's the closest we've got. Eleven gotten. is like no, we've gotten some single digits on the one hundred. Didn't somebody roll a six? Yeah, we definitely tonight? had some single digits on the. We had a literal six on the one hundred earlier. But fifty-six. That's yeah. That's well, solidly, solidly average. We in this. You guys are having a solidly average time in the Golden District. That's a. Uh, because you I, a, I would prefer average you got over a 55, anything else. She got a 56. Yep. You have the most <laughs> average so adventure. Tonight. And uh, unfortunately, like on average, you're not going to be able to easily and quickly locate a sugar gender non-specific. But I you, mean, we're here all day. Yeah, I mean, you do see several potentially uh, promising Mark. Both rich and single-looking marks. That's the word I was going to use. Yeah, I was going the word. I'm glad we're on the same wavelength there, Shenmue. And uh, Dara. Meanwhile, uh -oh. you are just back at the abandoned pool house, around a bathhouse near the the pools. Just as the morning passes and everyone else is out. Doing what exactly? Uh, I think at some point during the day, um, he may pray for a while. He hasn't done this in quite a while, or I haven't done this in quite a while. And uh, I think I'll take out the book that's wrapped and unwrap it and just start from the beginning and see what my motivations were at the beginning and, so and you'd be, just you'd be pray like, and try and center myself as a person because i have been as we go along trying to keep recentering myself when i can but today i think will just be a day of recentering trying to remind yourself why it is that you've come here and what it is that really 
Well, and not so you. much like the campaign. Well, yeah, but I mean like the personal. But more reasons. so myself with myself and my relationship to Matt. And as you uh, are praying, everyone else is going to be gone for at least a little while. But it's going to be fairly early in the morning as you start looking through your book. You would be briefly interrupted by a just single heavy slam on the front door. Uh, okay. Uh, here, let me roll a stealth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going. So this is this is a bathhouse. If so you want like to, uh, yeah. If you want to sneak, don't roll the stealth right now. Just tell me you're oh, sneaking, okay, and you'll roll it if it becomes important. I'm going to stealth, and if there's any like really good hiding spots that I can get in. I'll go. Uh, it's an abandoned building. It still has a pretty decent amount of stuff, just like around stone fixtures and benches, yeah. and even some uh, wooden furniture that's been left behind. Uh, there's hey, like it's a, it's a bathhouse. Like yeah, there's gonna be bath baths and there's, benches. There's certainly and... places you can you can hide. Yeah. And as you rest, <laughs> you would hear the handle. Uh, it isn't like jiggling at the door because it's locked. You locked it. You don't want random people to come in here. But it's barred, it's not locked. It's barred. barred, right, it's actually barred. So you do the knob like turn and the door wiggle a bit and it's setting. Then once again, just the heavy hit on the front door. Is this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, is this the box? <laughs> knock, knock, open up the boxes here. And there's no, there's no real way to look out. Um, but it's the middle of the day. The box wouldn't be out. It okay, is. A, it is early morning. Yeah, I'm gonna stay planted. Just stay planted. And with uh, another pretty hefty slam, the front door is going to collapse inward. Uh, you're going to hear another hit break through the bar and the wood. And then something come inside. You hear incredibly heavy armored footsteps uh, approaching into the bathhouse. Kind of slowly and really weirdly almost clumsily so you can hear the solid jingling of chainmail and full plate hmm. is it heading for the meat uh it is heading uh, this is a multi-room bathhouse is it uh are you in the are you, would you stay in the the room with the main pool that has the connection underground or would you be somewhere else uh well as i think the when we first went in i think it was just the main room I don't okay. know. We didn't really discuss moving out. Well, there's else. like, there's an entryway and then there's a couple of like, so there's two side areas off to the side. There's the main bathroom and a, a small, now barren room in the, in the corner on the right from the entry door that could have been anything back in the day. It's pretty much just an empty stone room now. I feel like we probably just stayed near the, um, 
entrance to the sewer. Where so into that room, you would see a full plate wearing knight with no heraldry, nothing like the Templars. Uh, nothing like the paladins you see in the crypt. No, no identifying features whatsoever that would walk into the room and towards the pool before it stepped like almost stiff-legged, barely bending its knees over the edge of the pool and just fall face first into the bottom of the pool. Uh. It would then stop moving. Your metal box. But as you uh, as you whisper this out, <laughs> the armor would turn back into a wooden crate at the bottom of the pool. But a wooden crate that's tipped over on its side still. <laughs> ah. Doesn't say anything immediately though. Hello, uh, Mister Wooden Box. I am the friend of the. Ah! Uh, hello, wooden box. I am the friend of the master of the poop box. <laughs> and a tentacle would come out of the top of the box would open and a big like pseudopod would come out and just push the box over on its side not up over on its side and it would still just be laying there it is me <laughs> how's it going Bad. That's horrible. Did something happen? Okay, Ash is still just kind of laying on his side, the top of the box, moving like a mouth flap. It's it's almost hard not to find the scene comical, <laughs> regardless of whatever Kedost may be saying. Yes. Will meat make it better? Lots of meat make it better? No. Did something happen to your clutch? Yes! I just start wailing on the ground. Oh, You all left and I went to poop box to bring one lady to think box and 
I came back to Housebox. Everything was fire! That is horrible. I am so sorry. I will go get the meat anyways. I would like the meat, please. So, uh, the meat is probably in the pool, like 15 oh. feet from Kadost, maybe. <laughs> this big, if at worst, on the side of the pool, it's not far. Okay, yeah, I'll bring it over. And you, uh, you bring this big meat slab down and do what? Uh, push it towards the mouth. <laughs> yeah, this giant, like, couple foot across a huge slab of crocodile tail that you just kind of push across the pool towards K-Dust. And, uh... The tentacle comes out of the side of the box, pushing Kados kind of up as the top of the box opens, and he just pushes himself up, mouth first, just on top of the meat, and just sits on it. I'm gonna, I'll sit cross-legged next to him and put my hand on the lid of the box. <laughs> Friends stay together during sad times, and I will sit there and pet his head. His 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 root. His lid. The lid. Is Dara's hand gonna stick to it? Probably. Uh, I imagine <laughs> that mimics are sticky when they want to be sticky, because they couldn't like move in battle if they were stuck to the ground constantly. So it's probably like un like he's gooey. It's like padding glue, but you're not gonna get stuck to him. It's not a CMB check to yeah, pat. Yeah, it's, it's not a CMB <laughs> check to uh, to pat Kados without getting glued to Kados. You are good friend. It's like Kados's Tafugata. What? That word in word box was weird. It was name of nice lady who brought Kados to new home box at the end. The Tafugata. Right. Well, thank and you. And you would, uh, this from the book, because you, <laughs> you cast gave you the book. Uh, you flipped through it. It's, uh, it's probably Tufug. It's, or maybe Tufug. It's certainly an orcish name. Because mm. all the story is no one wanted Kados, no one to be friends with him because he was a half orc. Until a half orc family adopted him at the end. But, uh, I'll put it in chat here. Okay. And you yeah, can understand the yeah. uh, understand the, <laughs> why how why Kados probably couldn't figure out how to say this one, but gave it a good effort anyway. 
Well, I am known for my ability to comfort people. So I will sit there and pat him on the lid. <laughs> I mean, the good news is Kados has no real idea what the comforting is. The most comforting Kados ever been. You're fantastic at comforting Kados. So he's going to sit there and slowly sink onto the giant meat slab as you kind of sit awkwardly patting his lid in the pool here. And if that, for, 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 for a while, I'll probably sit there for a while, and then I may go check on the door. <laughs> <laughs> you get up and go look at the door. You just hear Kados start wailing again in the background of the pool as soon as, soon as you leave. <laughs> but uh, the door doesn't look like it's wholly beyond repair. Uh, it bashed through a few of the timbers and broke the, uh, the brace inward. Not completely snapping it, but enough to lot dislodge it from the housings that Nell had painted. So uh, it's still mostly an intact door. So I'll just turn the uh, the bracing sideways, the two two halves of the bracing, I guess, and just brace the door up. Yeah, just put it back. Just put it back. And then I'll go back and sit down. Okay, lost. So sometime around the afternoon, the rest of the party would trickle back from their various endeavors. Baylor and Anori first, I imagine, uh, with their scrolls. Probably not too long after Kados bash of the door, and you'd see the I door is... Yeah, I may oh. also, in the sand, if I if there's a little hole somewhere in the thing, in the sand outside the door, I might draw a little smiley face. And then go back and sit down. <laughs> so you two would arrive to see a little smiley face drawn in the sand, and the door definitely looking like it had been beaten inward. Yeah. I'm just gonna look at Baylor. Oh no, Smiles is back. <laughs> well, I don't think an enemy would have done this part. <laughs> I can see the logic here. <laughs> concerning though, right? It and is. Then you I... would probably hear Kados wailing from inside, that... from outside of the street. Oh. Man. Maybe we should get inside. <laughs> yeah. Now the door is still braced again, so the knock and Dar would come up with it, and then yeah. maybe an hour or so. The later. knock loud enough to get past the wailing. <laughs> now when Kahina would arrive back as well. Uh also to join you here in what's left of the uh, abandoned bathhouse, and all of you would be reintroduced to K Dust, who hasn't moved. And is still just laying the slab of meat's gone. Kados is still what would be the mimic box equivalent of face down in the pool with the lid still just open. Well, I'm finding a different room and copying these scrolls into my spellbook. <laughs> <laughs> you guys deal with this. You guys know this. I, I will go to and take over the comforting of Kados. I will pat Kahina on the shoulder as I, as I like tap out awkward, awkwardly shuffle <laughs> <just> away. <laughs> Kados. Oh, uh, Squid, is it possible to give me a second character sheet? Uh, and, for what? For my cohort. Just oh. so I can give actual yeah, stats. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll add one in for you. I'll, I can do that. I'll, I'll worry about this. I'll do that here. Yeah, don't, don't do it now. Wrap just up, but uh, I'll get you one. When we can. So, uh, with all of you now 
back. What does emotional damage go on the character sheet? <laughs> <laughs> Probably straight to your wisdom. With all of you back, what is the plan? Now, Baylor wants to go do something that involves writing. And you want to copy scrolls into your spellbook? Is that what you want to do? Yeah. I'll probably fix the door. Well, he can spend some time with his paint. Uh, or even just manually, pretty easily using the paint, maybe to support it. Pretty easily yep. repair the, the state of the door using very little paint. Uh, I don't even need paint. I just need to put stuff in front of that door. We just don't use that door anymore. That's true. Well, it's the only main door. Yeah, but we have other doors. That's true. The other doors have long since been like boarded over, but uh, you, you could unboard them. Wasn't well, you like said there were. You said there were four ways in. Yeah, but they're all other long since like complete sealed, condemned, boarded up entrances. Uh, yeah, I, I would you rather unboard. Yeah, you can, you can crack those. them up and want some time. Uh, Nori and Kina. Um, I, I mean, I guess I'm just trying to, you know, bring chaos down from the wailing. Please make less noise. Can you be yeah. sad too, more too quietly? silent crying, maybe? To, yeah. Uh, um, I would try to find a quieter yeah, area maybe no one was paying attention to and just try to practice some sword stuff. So what is the... Uh, it's still only like early afternoon at this point. You've got well, a good half a day left. What is the plan? I need two and a half hours of writing scrolls to get these down. And then I did leave empty slots. I could prepare what I want to prepare and we could go in to the crypt. So yep. when you're time out, since you have managed to get into the uh, scrolls district now, while you were out there at all, would you have picked up a symbol of Serenry? Yes. That would, that would, yeah. If, if available there. Yeah, I mean, it would definitely be something that will be sold. Uh, it's People do not worship only Abadar in this city. That's just far and away the, the main one. You could absolutely find holy symbols of Serenray and buy it as extravagant or simple as you wish. And there's a lot of Kadirans and half Kadirans around there here. There are a lot of, uh, honestly, there are a lot of Serenites. Uh, regardless of the fact that there, uh, maybe some of them don't worship quite as publicly, but there are a lot of Serenites. I'm looking up the cost of a golden one right now. It's just, it's, it's, I don't know, 50? It's like 100. It's 100, okay, because the cost of a holy symbol is whatever you want to spend on it, basically. So if you want a golden one, it's however expensive you want it to be. So if you want 100, sounds fine. So after two and a half hours for him to prepare some spells, or write those into his scroll book, and it be another 15 minutes to prepare them. Is there, is there a general, like... I guess in all the descriptions and stuff, there's a general description of what Saren Ray looks like, right? Most people know what the gods. I mean, you know what her holy symbol looks like. I mean, no one has seen well no. the same way that there's like I guess a general depiction of depiction Jesus. of Jesus. Is yeah, there like not a I guess there would just depiction be a, of yeah. all the gods. There would be a generally, there's a generally assumed appearance, yeah. Uh, and she is. Some gods have more than others. I yeah, don't know some about gods have more than others. She doesn't have a super human one. Uh, she's usually depicted as a bronze angel, like uh, half bronze skinned, like Kadiran style, but sometimes in literal bronze. Uh, I know what I'm as painting. A, as a construct with flowing golden flaming hair 
Uh, okay. Almost producing right. its own natural so, halo. I'm pretty sure I can pull some of that off. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to paint a literal bronze using the magical paint and then flames with normal paint from my masterwork kit. Paint Just... six flames in the top? Exactly. <laughs> to go, go faster. Make it go, make it go faster. <laughs> now, but I'm going to put the visage of Saren Ray holding the golden holy symbol in the middle of my shield. Okay. And uh, you could do that while Baylor is repairing his magic, and then all of you are... Was the plan to head back down to the crypt as a group? Yep. Kados, do you know anything about the knights in the crypt? In the sewer? In the poop box? It is always knights in the poop box. There is not a light box because there is not a sky. I I meant, do you know anything about the armored men? I'll I'll and... show the shield. Just like they they have this symbol. The ghost. No. Okay. It took us like an hour to get over there. Mm-hmm. It would take Kados like half a day yeah. to get that. Wait. Far. Yes. What do you know about them? They are by the bite tube. Bite tube. Thing we... that made me leave poo box. The crocodiles? The... No, I believe this is a snake he's talking about. Did we not kill the bite tube? I had old clutch box by weird dead box with those. Then ooh, how about we go deal with your old clutch box and get it back for you? And you can tell us what you know about the dead box. Dead box has dead. We heard someone, well, they heard someone alive in there. That is where Blight Tube came from before. Oh, we killed Bite Tube. I don't know if we did. Well, we can certainly check and see. My outfit says otherwise. <laughs> you killed a Bite Tube. There may be and more. I Correct. suppose that body would still be there. We could show Kados. Ask if it was like that this would literally thing. be in the pool. Kados has been laying face down in, and it's still oh. <laughs> laying face down in this entire time. That would be like twenty feet tops from Kados. Yeah, and, so uh, it, it is say, the no, no, that is weird goo. That is not ripe clutch. Bite 
box is green, but it has not green bits. We might have killed it. Does it have legs or does it crawl on its belly? It crawls. Like a crocodile. Had no legs. It was just wiggling part and bite part. There were no other parts. Well, then let's go deal with that before we do the crypt. Since it's nearby. I think he said it's past the crypt. It is over there. We can... So are we heading, uh... Are we heading once more into the breach? I'm ready. To go... The poop box is dark and full of tears. Boldly forth and see once again what we could possibly accomplish here in the sewers. Well, if, are you going to take Kados with you? Yeah. All right. That'll take several hours. Kados we is have very slow. nothing else to do today. No. And it would be good to Does... distract Kados. Does Kados travel? I mean, I realize he doesn't really know how boats work, but does he travel any faster as a boat than he did when he was just plodding along? No, because no. he just looked like a boat and was still dragging itself across the bottom. He, uh, okay. there's, he does not have a mode of transportation that's faster than speed done. We can't protect him down there. We could barely protect ourselves when things got hairy. Not a good idea. I'm gonna... Nori, that... That's a mimic. We, we don't. Fist, we don't have to protect a mimic. A mimic no. can just become part of the wall or a box or just. I am a, a good box. Yes, you are. I still don't think we should take him with us. No reason to be escorting him several hours through the sewers. We will need to get Kados in there at one point or another. Are we bringing Kados or not? <laughs> it sounds like no. Eventually no, we'll have no. to. No, yes, Dara. I don't really care mm -hmm. either way. That's not Hina. a <laughs> Well, Hina. I mean, he can follow if he wants to, but we shouldn't wait. All right, oh, the nose no. have it. So you guys make your way back into the sewer then to proceed back to the crypt. And so we uh, can start in the same place we ended so we can can I, can I roll the d100 this time before we before we end in exactly the same place we ended how cool how neat is that <laughs> it's we had a full happened? circle the circle